Ladies and gentlemen, this is Caged in MMA. As you guys know, I'm your host, Errol Marks. My co-host, Anthony Anderosi. Remember, you can call us at 631-965-4990. And remember, you can follow us on all our social medias. How do you do that? You go to our website at www.worldwidesportsradio.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you can download our app. How do you do that? You go to WWSRN on the iOS or you can go on Android and find us at Worldwide Sports Radio Network and download the app. It is free. You can read all our stories. You can listen to our shows live. You can listen to the clips of all our shows and listen to the replays of our shows and listen to the shows live on the audio files on our app. So Jeff, definitely check that out if you haven't checked it out yet. If you guys haven't downloaded it, please download it. Again, it's on iOS and Android. What's going on, Anthony? What's going on, buddy? I am very tired. I want to say something, and I and I want to. I, I understand people are in a rush, or they want to get out of their houses, and they're they've been really been trapped in their homes because of the COVID nineteen. But if you're going to get on the road and you're going to cause accidents or you're going to cause traffic, please, if you're going to do that, do it in. Um, a way where it's respectable to people. And, and I, do, I just don't think the drivers here in Long Island are really respectful for anybody. Even the, uh, the responders, the firefighters, and, and, and some of the EMS people that are trying to get places. They're trying to save people and help people. And people are on the roads blocking people and, and, and causing traffic. So if you're doing that, please stay off the road. We have other things going on right now in the world. And I understand you guys want to go shopping. You want to have, you want to go on your little drives to out east because you have nothing else better to do and, and you're bored. Stay home. If you're not going to do something that's going to help people, stay home. It's a beautiful day out, man. No, it's a beautiful it's a day out. It's a beautiful so, day out. Don't so, you know that you can't get sick when it's a beautiful day out? Oh, yeah. Come on, you man. You can't get sick. No. Are you kidding me? Well, tell that to the hospital I work at. Seriously. I, I mean, listen, I don't mean to make jokes. I don't mean to make jokes. But you it's know, upsetting to me. You know damn well. It really well, is. It's, a, you know, it's really listen, upsetting to me. Listen, I drive. You drive. You know what I mean? That's basically the majority of our work. But you know as well as I do because we see it all the time. It's that comical how common sense is not common anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, the minute the sun comes out, it's, you know, it's 4th of July weekend. 
They're not even working. So why are they out on the road? Where are you going? There's nowhere to go. Toilet paper? They're, toilet paper. I mean, <laughs> seriously. You can't even get toilet paper or hand sanitizer. So what are they looking for? I don't know, man. What, are they going to hang out at Walmart all day or Target? <laughs> You're not used to it by now? You're getting so upset. It's, it's going to happen. It annoys me because I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm trying to get places because I am a first responder. And I have to deal with idiots on the road that are causing accidents. I see accidents all the time for the last couple of days. Why are they on the road? If you're, it, it, and, and I don't know what anybody doesn't get. Social distance. That's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to get rid of COVID-19, not make it worse. 18,000 people, 18,000 people here in New York have died, have died from COVID-19. Why are you out in the public not wearing masks, not wearing gloves, and causing more outbreak for us to deal with, all us first responders? It's ridiculous, and to me, I am just fed up with it, absolutely fed up with it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Anyways, you wanted to get into UFC 249, so go right ahead. Okay. UFC 249 next week. As we all know, it was once dubbed, well, I'm sorry, it was 249. Then it went to 250. Now it's back to calling it 249. And supposedly, it's the greatest fight card in the history of fight cards. But even better, breaking news, even though this was announced, I guess it's official now. March 13th. There's going to be a fight night in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm-hmm. And then three days later, surprise, surprise, they're going to have another fight night. Right. So they're really trying, as we always, we've had people call in on the show and we've said it about saturating everything. And the minute they have a little bit of leeway now, what happens? Mm-hmm. Let's saturate it right off the bat. We're talking about not even a week and you're going to have three fights, three events, not even a week goes by. Right. And normally I would be saying, okay, let's go through the fight card and let's check this out and everything. And we'll, we will. We'll look at some of the things eventually. Why am I not saying it right now? Because who the hell really thinks this is going to happen? we got a week before this is basically going to be thumbs up or thumbs down. So whoever at Disney is going to say we're going to do this or not, they still have a week to go. And as we all know, if they are planning on going someplace, usually you have a week ahead of time to go sit there, you know, do whatever you have to do, your press conferences, even if you have to Zoom the press conferences, whatever. Nobody's made any movement. The fight is supposed to be a week from today. That The, the 249 and nothing. Anthony, here, here's the problem with the no, UFC. No, I know. This is the problem with the UFC. They're trying to find a way to make a buck. This is what Dana White has been trying to do for the last couple of months. He wants to be the first organization to get a sports, or, you know, sports event going while this is going on. And I understand he's losing money, and the UFC is losing money, and they're trying to uh, they're trying to build their product, especially what's going on with COVID nineteen. And, and and they know that if they get this product on TV or pay per view, they're going to sell because everybody wants to watch sports. That's what they want to do. They want to be connected to what's going on in sports. And you saw with the NFL, uh, with the uh, virtual NFL, it was one of the highest watched sports or you know sports shows or sports events in NFL history. Fifty-five million, I think yes. it was in NFL history because everybody can't wait until sports come back. You heard it on. I, if you guys don't listen to some of the stuff that people are interviewing athletes, they're interviewing even musicians. Eminem was on a show, uh, Shade Forty Five, the other day, and he says. 
I can't stay. I, I'm going crazy. I'm going stir crazy because I'm sitting home and I can't watch sports on TV. He says, I have never been in this situation in my life where I'm sitting in front of my 75-inch screen TV and I can't be connected for the one thing that I love to do, and that's watch sports. Well, Chris Brown, one of our listeners, is telling us that NASCAR is trying to pull the same bull, her trying to save the same cram. It's insane. Next week, they're going to be doing the same thing with NASCAR now. Everybody's trying to get something out there. Everybody wants to be the first. How about not being the first? How about being the best? Everybody wants to be the first. So how is so, how is how is the UFC going to the be uh, going to be the best when the UFC has always trying to find a way to sneak attack with with the industry right now? They're they're the and I'll tell you this right now: it's going to be canceled. It's it will be. Canceled. It is going to be canceled. That's why they give you three dates because they're trying to go with the idea of let's see how many we're going to put three shots out there. Which one of the three are going to go? It's already come out. Donald Trump already said that the schools are completely closed for the rest of the year, for the for the rest of uh, um, all the way till September the school year. Yeah, the school year. So they're they're closing all the schools. There's no way school is coming back. And whatever you need to finish, if you're a senior in high school, you're probably not going to have a prom. I don't know. I feel bad for the seniors. Some of these kids that can't wait until their prom, they're not going to have a prom. And and really, they're going to go from. 12th grade and, and try to get through school and, and summer school. What are they going to do with summer school? There's no summer school. Are they going to do summer school online? I, I, I understand the UFC is trying to build their product. They're trying to drive this product, a product that right now is washed up, and it's not good. It's not a good product. So they're trying to put it on the map. And right now, Dana White is trying to push this forward with Disney. I, di- I beg to differ. I think Dana White needs to step back for a little while and let this thing cool down. That's what I think he needs to do. But he's not. It's all about money for Dana White. It's all about the industry right now and the UFC and trying to be the first sport to have events. And to me, that's not going to sell to the fan. It's not going to sell to the, that's not going to sell their product when a product is washed up. Anyways, we have a first caller of the day. What's going on, Jeff? Man, you guys are a killjoy today. Just a killjoy. Let us all think that we're going to have UFC fighting. What was your question? What? What was your question? A killjoy about what? No, I'm saying you guys are killing, we're taking all the joy out of life. Let us at least, you know. Taking all the joy out of life? Let us at least believe we could have UFC fighting. Okay, Jeff. Right? Okay, now let's go down that road, and I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, these things sound like a wonderful, great little bit of hope. That we're getting there's no hope. But okay? here's the thing: I'm no, so no, sick and tired fairness, of in fairness, the UFC. No, no but Dana in all fairness, White. let's just look at. How many times now has Dana White, as I've said before, given empty promises? Every day. Every there day. Was, like I, mean, I said, it was he's got a video on He's got a video on Google every single day. No, but there was The guy two, just stuff, loves himself. A month ago, it was 249. Then 249 got postponed. It was supposed to be 250. Then 250 gets pushed back. No, we're not canceling. We're pushing it back to postponing it. Now it's 249 again. And it's May. It's next week. It's May seventh. It's not happening. So, but here's, but in a lot of these, in a lot of states, and I'm sure it's the same thing down. Now he's doing this down in Jacksonville. He's doing this down in Florida. How far are you from yeah, Jacksonville, Jeff? Just, just so you know, everything opens up here on Monday. Every, everything, or are they doing it gradually, like these phases that we hear about? No. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess you can kind of say kind of phases, but everything opens on Monday except for. Um, I, I guess the real major changes, like bars and restaurants, 
uh, can only be like 50% capacity or something. Well, I will say this, and I understand people want their businesses open. I, I, if you, I know you don't live up here, but on Channel 12 News, you see all the people, all these owners over here from the, in Comac, they want their businesses open. So they're having these rallies. They're not wearing masks. They're not, giving, they're not keeping social distancing. They don't give a crap because they think this is a joke. That's what they think, even though there's 18,000 people that have died here in New York State in the last past two and a half months. This isn't a joke. I used to think this was a joke. And I work at a hospital, and there's 397 people right now with COVID-19 sitting in a bed, and half of them are probably going to die. This is not a joke. And the UFC has been pushing this and pushing this and pushing this. Here's what you should have been pushing from day one. If you wanted to have UFC 249, you shouldn't have let Khabib go home. You shouldn't have. Because this product that you're trying to put out on UFC 249 on May 9th is garbage. It's garbage. So what are you promoting here? Garbage? But you've been promoting garbage for the last couple of years. So this is, this is what annoys me about Dana White. I understand you want to be the first and you want to be the second. You want to be the, the, the third. And you think Disney's going to approve this because you're going to bring in money and you're going to bring in revenue for them. Disney is a multi-billion dollar organization. They're a multi-billion dollar organization. Is Disneyland open right now? Is Disney World open right now? It isn't. They're losing money. So if they're not open, why, are, why do you think they're going to allow the UFC to open up? Because Dana White is speaking... Can I just mention this, though, Errol, right? Because, listen, I agree with you, right, like, in everything that you just said. Completely, wholeheartedly agree. But if you're paying attention, Disney is definitely the one that's pushing the envelope because they are losing money. Because if anyone's been paying attention, the NBA has now all of a sudden switched from Vegas to all being in Orlando at Disney World. And that's fine. So Disney, that's fine. But no, no, no. But I'm saying Disney seems to be on the forefront of all of these things, trying to push them all forward, obviously because they're losing money and they want to make some more money. And that's why I think that this one actually probably does have a chance, at least a, a chance of happening. What's funny about it is with, with the deal that Disney has with the UFC, the UFC has to, to get the money in terms of distribution and everything from the Disney company the UFC has to put together a product. They have to bring something out. It's no different than sometimes with the pay-per-view distributors. You have to put up a pay-per-view to get the money from the last pay-per-view type situation. Pretty similar with the UFC with the way and the deal that they have now. So if there's no show, they don't, have, they don't get any checks from Disney. So they could stop just by putting, saying, forget it, you're not having this, and as he said, what was it? The higher ups. Yeah, the higher asked ups. me. Yes. Asked me. No, mm -hmm. they told you mm -hmm. it wasn't happening. So ultimately, by them shutting it down, they went and said, "It's not. That's it. You're. You're. We're not paying you." So they're actually saving money by the UFC not happening mm -hmm. because then they don't have to, for whatever reason, they don't have to go they into don't their have pockets. To go into their pockets yeah. or whatever. Now I don't know if there's any guarantees or whatever. Of course, they don't show those little details or any loopholes and stuff. To the public. But now, do I think one of these fights happen? Possibly. One do, of these cards, you mean? One of these cards. Because people cards, think I'm fights. sorry. When yeah, I say yeah, fights, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But you want to know something? In, in some cases, if they did these fights, or these events, excuse me, mm -hmm. similar to a boxing um, event, mm -hmm. 
where it's a smaller undercard. Right. You know, it doesn't have to have – not everything while this is going on, sometimes less is more. You don't have to worry about 15 fights when it's something like this going on. Because sometimes when you give back a little bit, and I, you know, like our caller Chris is saying, Vince McMahon's having the same problem because he went free. Mm-hmm. He went with the free idea, no show, no no people coming in and everything, and no attendance or whatever. Yeah, how did and, that go? How did I mean, WrestleMania he the, go? He went to the well one too many times, I think, is what happened. Mm-hmm. He didn't spread it out. Now, with the UFC, if they haven't even, tr- they did it, they tried it once with the fight in Brazil. That free fight in Brazil, right before they shut everything down. And it actually was not that bad of a fight card. It really wasn't. Now, he's trying to go again with a pay-per-view in this case. Well, even if you wanted to make it a pay-per-view, people are so starved for sports. You could actually get a smaller card, a smaller card, small, no, no undercard, just make it the main card, the five fights. And I guarantee you, if you lower the cost, something's better than nothing. Something is better than nothing. Are you looking but, at Are you looking at the card right now? Look at the that's card. That's what I'm saying. But you see, this Jeremy is what Stevens, I'm saying. Jeremy Stevens, who hasn't fought. Here's in, the thing: hasn't fought in years. Jeremy Stevens, the same Jeremy Stevens but, that was in the UFC for years. I think he's been in the UFC for nine years. He's all of a sudden on a card. Nobody gives a crap about Jeremy no, but Stevens. No, that's anymore. what I'm saying. Like this fight card right here. If you just took these five main fights, the Ferguson Justin, I can't say it without laughing. Mm-hmm. The the Ferguson Justin Gagey fight, and then the co, which is Henry Cerruto Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz hasn't fought in three years. Yes, the last time he fought, Ronda fought three years ago. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about WWE, everybody. We're talking about actually fighting. This is what they're selling, ladies and gentlemen. This is what they're selling. This is what the UFC is trying to sell to the public. Good and, luck. And here's good the, luck. And the only credible fight that I say, and I've been saying it because they keep promoting it, and this is, other than the Ferguson fight, this fight is the only other one that has not changed. It's the Francis Ngao versus Rosenstrang. Number th- number two versus number f- number six in their ranking system, and then somebody gets a fight at Stipe. That's a credible fight, in my opinion. So why isn't that the main event, or the second no, to the main event? No, of course not, because you have to put the names out there. Oh, yes, the names. The the names. Dominic know. Cruz, yes, three years ago. Dominic Cruz. Three years ago. That's why a he's legend. an analyst. That's Dominic why he's an Cruz. analyst, and all of a sudden, he's getting off his fat ass to get into the octagon and lose, because that's what it's going to happen. I hope Cruz, is wi- Cruz wins, because to me, Henry uh, Cerruto, Cer- Cerruto is not, to me... Uh, a welcoming champion. To me, he never beat Johnson, and Johnson no. is still the champion. That's my opinion. And and Henry Cerruto has not beaten anybody in my eyes. So again, I have I I understand what you're saying, Jeff. You're absolutely right. Disney wants to make money. Disney is also trying to get out of this situation. But I also think Disney is looking at the big picture here, and they see what's going on in the world. They do. They see what's going on in the world. And there are many, many people dying from this disease, this virus. I call it a disease because diseases kill a lot of people. Viruses usually don't. And, and this is – there's over 300-some-thousand people that have died from this virus. And it's, it's adding every single day. What was it? Uh, in the month of April, 289 people died here in New York. 289 people. But you know what? The UFC wants to put on a card. They want to sell this to the public eye because they want to be the first sports organization to get their product out there. You know why? Because Dana White don't give a crap about you, me, or anybody else. All he cares about is well, the I money mean, in his pocket. In, 
in fairness, if you want to be fair, which maybe you don't, right? He's not holding the new he's not holding these events in places where the outbreak is massive. Are there cases everywhere? Sure. But Jacksonville isn't exactly the hotbed for this virus that New York City or uh, Rhode Island or Massachusetts or some of these of Philadelphia, some of these other places are. The virus is hitting harder there, much harder there than it is here. And that's fine, Jeff. And that's not my argument here of where, what the virus is in Florida or in any of the hot, hot climates, especially Arizona. That's why baseball wants to have the Cactus and Grapefruit League and, and completely have their baseball season in Arizona and Florida. Is that going to sell to the public? Is that going to sell to New York fans watching their team play in Arizona or Florida? No. Here's what they should be doing. And I've said this over and over again. If you want to bring back sports quicker – This is what you do. You have to have a crowd. You create a social distance area where if a stadium holds 75,000 people, which we don't know, only football stadiums, but 50,000 people, it can only hold 30 or 20, 28,000 where there's only going to be a limited amount of seats. That's what they should be doing. And if you're going to go up and buy hot dogs or you're going to go to the bathroom, you have to have lines. You have to have social distance lines. And if if baseball isn't going to do that, then they shouldn't be bringing baseball back. And the UFC, I don't care what Dana White is doing. He wants to put it on an island. He wants to put it on – he wants to have the event in the house. I don't give a crap because the truth is it's not the same thing if you're not doing it in front of a live audience. It doesn't – Pump the fighters up. And you want to know something? Putting out a product like this doesn't sell to me, who's a UFC fan. It doesn't sell to me. Why isn't boxing doing this then? Because the boxing and, and the WBA are looking at this, and they're laughing at the UFC. They are so, they are so desperate right now. Mixed martial arts in the UFC is so desperate right now. They are going to do anything to get this card out there. And to me, it's ridiculous. And it's not going to sell, in, in my eyes, after this, it will sell for this first card. After this card, nobody's going to give a crap. Nobody's going to give a crap about what the UFC is going to spit out there. And I don't want to hear that Dana White says, well, whoever wins this um, Ferguson and um, Gaethje fight. fight, they'll fight Khabib. That's no, no, no. That's not, first of all, that's not fair. That's not fair because Ferguson has been the number one contender for the last past, I don't know, three years. He had tore his ACL and MCL. He's been out for almost eight or nine months. He came back. He fought Pettis. He still has it because Khabib has been ducking and weaving this guy for years. That fight will never happen because Khabib is scared of Tony Ferguson. He's been scared of Tony Ferguson. That's five times. Five times this fight never happened. And the UFC and Dana White is pushing. He's saying it. Listen, I'm going to make sure that we're going to put out the best cards possible when we come back. Is this the best card you can actually pick this to is, watch? This is ultimately 249. 249, I'm sorry, 249 and the two fight cards, the two fight nights after that on the 13th, which is Wednesday, the following Wednesday, and then the following Saturday on the 16th. Those two fight cards are literally some of the fights that were on the original 249 that he pulled out and he just distributed to the other two fight cards. And they're all, all three of them are in the same location in Jacksonville. And Jeff, you, maybe you've been there. I don't know. The Vistar veterans, the Vistar veterans Memorial arena. Um, I'm not that familiar with it. I I mean, you said it sucks. Dump. 
Oh, it's Absolutely a dump. dump. It's a dump. Okay. So, and not only that, but I don't know what the area is around it or anything like that. You know what I mean? Who the hell knows? Picture, I mean, picture like the Bronx, only more savvy. The Bronx, but more savvy? More savvy. More savvy. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, here's the more thing. More savvy, like with knives. Oh, more stabby. Mm-hmm. Oh, even better. Okay, yeah. that's good. So we don't have to worry yeah, about... We don't... Jacksonville's a real shit town. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we don't have... So we don't, you don't have to worry about social... Dis- you, you have to wor- So basically, it's going to promote social distancing for the knives and the virus. Here, I got the cases so, right here. I got the cases. Florida has 34,728 th- 34, cases right now of COVID-19. 5,767 hospitalized. Deaths, 1,314, which is not a lot. 50% male, 50% female, 0 to 107 that's Florida range of overall, age. Right? That's Florida overall. So that's not bad. New York, it's 18,000 deaths. So that's, uh, that's, uh, that's five or six times more. But again, there are still people dying, and there's still a huge amount of cases right now. 136 in uh, Duval County, St. John's County, 39. Uh, Clay well, County. That's where, that, that's, where it be, that's where it would be, though, Duval County. Okay, so 130, which is the most. It, it is, there has been the most hospitalized and most cases in Duval in County. In that area. In that area. So, again, 46% male, 54% female. So, you're going to go, you're going to have this event in the worst place possible in Florida. The worst. That's, that, that's a problem. And, and again, I understand the UFC is trying to bring in revenue. And they're a multi-billion dollar organization. Do they really? Do you, not, do, you not, yeah. do you not feel, though, that like, listen, and I'm not saying whether it's right or it's wrong. I'm not picking a side or a political I understand. Stance on this, yeah, I know. Right? Mm-hmm. But don't you feel like all there kind of is a groundswell right now for like, Let's get on with it, kind of thing. And I understand where you're coming from. People are sick and dying, and it's serious. And I'm not belittling that tax whatsoever. But I just feel like Disney's pushing it. There's people storming the state house in in Michigan now, like trying to get things to reopen. I feel like there's a groundswell to just kind of push forward. And I think this one has a better chance than certainly the others did of actually still going on and happening. So now let me let me ask you this: the minute this fight happens. A couple a week later, by the time the next fight passes on Wednesday, that let's say this fight actually this event actually does happen two forty nine, then the Wednesday comes, that event happens. By the time we get to the next one, you find out that there's a positive, whether it was the camp or or uh, actual fighting, you know, the opponents or anything from the one of the two previous events. Now what happens? And I'm not saying this in terms of putting you on the spot, Jeff, but I'm just simply saying, then what no, does Dana no, no, White under- do besides looking like a colossal, a colossal schmuck? I, I, listen, I, I understand where you're coming from, but it's, you know, like there's questions on all kinds of sides of it, right? Because, you know, and I'm not suggesting we should in any way use any kind of person as a guinea pig for anything unless it's a beat, because I hate it. However... Don't you think that this would be a interesting kind of event? Put some people in a building. You know see what happens? Will you know there why? be people getting sick, or 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 will this sporting event go off without a hitch? You know what it is about this, and this is the biggest problem. And a lot of times, you, the last few shows or whatnot, when you hear us talking about this fight shouldn't be happening, this fight shouldn't be happening, we almost sound like like haters or something like that. And we're the farthest thing from it when it comes to MMA. You know. Spe- 
Work I'm a Dana White. I'm a Dana White hater. I'm, I'm a Dana not, White. See, hater. I'm not necessarily a Dana White hater. I, am. I never have. I, never I am. You know what I mean? You hate everyone, mm-hmm. but and, he's and, great. He's from Boston. He's, he's but, a hero. what I'm saying is that's why I hate him even more. But this is the this is the thing. Just like a lot of other things, I don't like anything that would put a blemish on MMA because I remember MMA all the way in the back of the day when. You couldn't do it, or people would use the term underground, which a lot of times out of ten it wasn't underground, it just wasn't sanctioned because nobody gave a rat's ass to put a tax on it, and they didn't want to put, get money out of it. But what I'm saying is anything that's going to damage the sport or the look of the sport, that's what I have a problem with. Because when it comes down to it, how many times, and a lot of my friends are going to laugh at this one when I say this, people do not understand the, or do not distinguish between UFC and MMA. They think that they are one of the same. They don't understand that one is a organization and one is a sport. That's why you have some fun fun guys that when they approach people say, you know, I've been doing UFC for God knows how long when it's really MMA and we have to laugh about it. But they are when people say MMA, the first thing people think is UFC. <laughs> they don't think they don't think PFL Bellator, Pride, anything from back in the day, they think UFC. So the minute they screw up with something, it all of these um, sanction, all of these sanctioning bodies or whatever, are now gonna punish all of the people. Like for instance, PFL canceled everything; they're not doing anything. Bellator canceled everything; they're not doing anything. So the minute the UFC does something, somebody's gonna get sick or whatnot. Now what happens? Now they're not saying, "Oh, well, maybe in the summer." Now they're saying, "Forget about it till 2021." Now you're all done. It's not happening. So even the people that are doing it right, they get, you know what I mean? It rolls downhill. You know what I'm saying, Jeff? So, so your stance would be... Stop if everything. I'm hearing, if I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly, would be don't have it because it could damage the sport even more. I think it could push things back even further from a standpoint of these events. Yes. Because you're pushing way too much. If we have things like the NFL is probably... Would you say the NFL is probably the biggest sports... Organization it in is. regards to bringing right, money in. Right now, it's the number one organization besides uh, the European uh, European uh, Football League over there in uh, right, Premier League. In, yes, right in in Europe. And but, even when it comes to the Premier League, how much stuff are they doing over there? Not a lot. Not right now. Not a lot at all. Mm-mm. So when it's when that's being said, when you look at those two big money makers right there, and you have those billionaires and trillionaires saying we're not pushing it either. But then we're doing something like this. And we and also I think the reason why I take a little personal stock in this, because how long have I have you know, along with myself and a lot of other people, waited for MMA to come into New York, you know, or get legalized in a lot of different other states and such. That's why anything that blurs anything or damages anything, I have a big problem with. That's why I would rather sit back and let everybody sit back. I understand everybody wants to see it. I want to see it just like anybody else. But I don't want to see this garbage. No, but th- I don't want to I see this garbage. That, but what I'm saying is it's one of those – there's no need to push. There's no need for the desperation, really. People think it's all – you know, and if Dana White – if anybody really thinks Dana White is going broke right now and he's walking around like the first hour of Cinderella Man picking up sticks and – It's not you know, even his organization please. anymore. It's no, not. He no. doesn't own – he doesn't own anything in that organization anymore. He sold it off. He is the president of the UFC. He's the guy that called, he's the commissioner. He is what you call the commissioner. Just like the NFL has a commissioner, Roger Goodell, just like the NHL has Gary Bettman, and just like the MLB has, um, um, what's up? Manfred. 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 So they all have commissioners. 
Dana White is the commissioner and the president of the UFC. So, again, just like I've said this over and over again as a product, if you're going to put a product out there and you want to sell this product, put the best product you possibly can out there. Don't push, don't push or put this product out there that is not going to sell the public, sell it into the public's eye. After this is done, after this event is done, if it does go through, people are going to say, what is this garbage? What is this garbage that he is trying to sell? And to me, I understand. Jeff, you're, you know I'm more than anybody, I want sports to come back more than anything because we want something to talk about on our shows. And we always – sports, there's always something to talk about. And God bless the NFL with this with the draft, even though they found a way. And it actually worked out. The virtual draft actually – It was good. Yes. Stop it. The, the virtual draft was great. Yes. It actually worked out. It actually worked out. But all in all, if it wasn't for the NFL – we would have nothing to talk about. So you know what the UFC is trying to do? They're trying to get one. They're trying to make one step above the NFL. We're going to have the first upcoming event out of all the sports. That's what he's trying to sell. You see, we're not afraid of this epidemic. We're not afraid of this. We're not afraid of that. But the fact is, you are afraid because your top fighters, besides Ferguson, your top fighters do not want to fight on this card. A matter of fact, UFC champion Stipe. Rules out fighting during the pandemic. So he is not fighting as long as this pandemic. He's not going to fight until next year. He is not going to fight until next year. And Guaranteed. The, the funny thing about Stipe is Stipe is a first responder. Stipe is a fireman. Mm-hmm. Firefighter. And he's basically said, I'm not fighting while this is going on. It's not happening. He, it's, and it's not because he has any new information that anybody else does. But plain and simple, he's not going to risk it. I understand a lot of fighters on these cards guarantee you they need the money. So when you dangle that, I would love to. I would love to see how much they're getting paid. Nothing, nothing. I would for love long. to see how much they're getting paid. They're getting nothing, and that's 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 the funny thing about this whole thing. You, you're talking about money. The U.S. and and I I've said this over and over again. The UFC is the cheapest organization in professional sports. They are absolute cheap. They do. What what are you gonna say? Am I right or wrong? They're brilliant. I'm brilliant. What happened? They're brilliant. Oh yeah, they're, they're brilliant. brilliant. Oh, so they're they're making, money, they're they're making money without paying anybody anything. Yeah, so, they get discount, they're getting discount rates. Yeah, good for them. Good for them because these guys are putting their lives on the line. They're getting their heads beat in, their arms popped out, their necks broken, uh, getting into the octagon and getting their face smashed. I would, in. I would I would just rebut you with, don't they have a choice? You want to know something? You're, you're right. They do. Everybody has a choice to go in there. It's true. We're, nobody's putting a gun to their head or anything. But here's no the thing. No one's saying fight for UFC. There's Bellator. There's other organizations that they could go Oh, no, no, no. All Absolutely. the organizations that you're talking about are falling apart. They're all done. Bellator Bellator will be bankrupt in two years. They'll be gone. Bellator is going to be gone. People will say you make a lot of money with free TV, but after a while, you need that pay-per-view money. It's not going to happen. They now. don't have any pay-per-view anymore. They're gone. And I guarantee you Bellator will be completely abolished. In two years. Nobody's even going to be talking about Bellator anymore. And that's the problem. And, and the UFC is controlling the market. You're absolutely – I know what you're going to say. Well, that's that's not the UFC's fault. And you're absolutely right. It's not the UFC's fault. The problem here is the UFC is putting out 
garbage. They're putting out things that nobody wants to buy. I don't want to buy this, and I promise you I will not buy this card. I will not waste my money buying this card. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stream it for free, which most people are going to do. And you can you can test me on that, and if the police want to hear that, I'm going to say it straight out. I'm streaming this stupid garbage product for free. He's saying it. He's saying it. It's no, garbage. I mean, by, by doing that, hold on, hold on, just, just to make a point, <laughs> by doing that, Aren't you part of the UFC's problem? I'm going to stream it for free. So you're complaining about the fighters risking their lives and not getting any money. Yeah. But you, the selfish one, aren't contributing to help them. Let me, let me tell you something. Do you know the, 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 the card, the pay-per-view, besides the main event, besides the two main events, none of those guys are getting any of that money. They're not. They're yeah, getting... you've, you've been in the fight game a long time. Mm-hmm. Yes. What if I told you I showed up to one of your shows, but I snuck in the back door? You'd be like, where's my 10 bucks, buddy? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Isn't that what I was doing? It would probably be 40. I don't know about 10, but it would probably be 40. I understand Whatever. Point, you know what I'm saying. But here's the thing. Besides all that, and I know what you're saying. You think I'm because... the only person doing it, No, Jeff? basically he's saying because you still have – I understand what he's saying. You know what I mean? I understand what he's saying. I'm not I'm not blind I'm to what he says. You, I'm telling you people that strongly believe in something and that advocate for something like I do all the time with golf should be happy to pay for something because you're supporting the thing that you want to see move forward. I am not supporting Dana White's garbage, okay? Dana White is sits there. Go look on, go on YouTube, guys. Anybody go on YouTube? Have the opportunity to go and watch all these little pressers he has in his basement or wherever he's sitting around talking about bringing in. I'm going to give you the best product possible, and when it comes, but when we bring it back, we are going to be the number one product out there. Yeah, you're going to be the number one product out there because all the other organizations are smart enough not to put their product out there until they know it's safe for the players and safe for the fan. You're not doing it for the fan. You're not doing it for the fighters. You're doing it for your damn self. That's why he's doing it. And, and it, what's funny is when we bring this up, and I've brought it up millions of times in regards to any models that Vince McMahon comes over with and Dana White should follow or whatnot. Now, unfortunately, um, or I guess you could say it's a little bit too late now, UFC is trying to follow in the UFC's footsteps with some things with the fight pass because they're pushing the fight pass a lot lately. They've been pushing it a lot on Instagram, Facebook. They've been throwing their like little previews in and whatnot. And my favorite is the two shows that they stole from the from the model of the WWE. Mm-hmm. For instance, one's called Fight Lore. And if anybody has Facebook or anything in revol- that they follow anything on ESPN or MMA, I'm sure you'll have these little pop-ups of these little cartoon skits of Nick Diaz and, bless you, Nick Diaz and uh, uh, Riggs fighting each other after their fight in a, you know, kind of like a story time thing, which the WWE did. They also are now going as far as showing through a webcam a whole bunch of people sitting on a couch watching a pay-per-view, so or a past pay-per-view, and their reactions to things, like watching a Joanna fight uh, Zhang and, and their reactions and such. But you don't see the fight. You just see their reactions while they're sitting there talking, hanging out, which is something that the WWE did. So them pushing the fight pass so much, they're trying to gain whatever kind of new subscribers they are. Why? Why are they doing this with this new, basically, three-fight schedule coming up or three-event schedule coming up? Why? Because they probably think there's a chance it's not going to go. So let me get whatever money we can out of this quarter or whatever that's coming up. So... 
I mean, it's as much as we all want to see it, and as much as we all miss sports and we're starving for sports and such. I just like all the other sports. I would rather them take a back seat, sit down, wait till everything clears up, or get to a point where it's so minimal that the risk. Things are other than other than Florida. Really, nothing's opening up. You know, you basically just went, and as Errol said, you're going to the worst possible spot in Florida. You're not going to the best possible. You're going to the worst possible. So even with that being said, you're still putting people in a risk. These people still have to travel. You do have international fighters here. If they're here, great. But just because they're here and they're not flying in doesn't mean that they're going to be any any less of risk. It's it's It sucks. You know, we hate it. Everyone hates it and such. But... That's just the way it is. Here's I'm, what I, I – I'm done. I'm done listening to this because to, to me, I sit here and I listen to all the rubbish and, and the crap that I, I read on the internet. Because while you guys are going back and forth talking about the same old crap about Dana White, I'm reading all different things uh, that is going on in the world, a, a pay-per-view, WrestleMania's pay-per-view. And, and I'm just – I'm trying to skim through what – uh, what professional sports is trying to do and uh, how they're going to try to drive back sports or bring back sports in, in, for the media and for the world, for fans to watch, because there are a lot of people complaining that they have nothing else better to do sitting home. They're watching Netflix. They're watching The Tiger King or whatever the garbage that they're watching right now, <laughs> and, and they want sports to come back. Here's the problem, and, and, and I'm, I'm going to say, and this has nothing to do with the UFC anymore. This has something to do with professional sports. You, I, I, and I was one, and I'm, I'm one of the people that took shots at this pandemic. I thought it was just a joke. I thought it, you know, eventually this is going to go away. Blah 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 blah. It's not going away. This is not going away. It's not going away anytime soon. And the fact is, as much as everybody thinks it's getting better, China, China, a couple of weeks ago opened up everything up. Everything was better. Everything was cool and, and clean. And he, they opened up all their businesses and schools and everything. What happened? An outbreak happened again. That's what happened. So we're going to open up everything, and sports is going to come back eventually, and we're going to have more problems because I think it's going to come back even stronger and worse for us. Now, we know how to somewhat control it, but even knowing how to control it, it doesn't stop the fact that there is – there, uh, to me, everybody that walks out of the house should be wearing a mask. Every single person should be wearing a mask. But that doesn't happen. The beast. I'm sorry? The beef could do it anyways. He's ugly. <laughs> it is, this has nothing to do with the beef. But I, I, I'm just saying, everybody that walks out of the house should have a mask. They should have a mask. That doesn't happen. That will not happen. And, and the fact is, and I understand the fighters, they're going to be tested before the fight just to make sure that they're clean from COVID-19. I, I heard Cormier. He, Cormier came out and there was an article written that Cormier told the press that if he goes to this event, his wife does not want him to come home. His wife does not want him to come home because she doesn't want him to put his kids and his family at risk. So That doesn't sound like much of a punishment. Well, I, I guess, I guess, Jeff, but that's not even my point here. My point is, is that you're, you're looking at the situation and everybody looks at it at the glass half full. And I, I'm looking at it where I'm, I see the UFC is trying to find a way to bring that product back so they could say, you see, we were the first. 
We were the first to put the product out there. We're the first to get this thing going. And now everybody's following us, just like with the NBA. Adam Silver was the first organization to say, we're closing everything down. And then what happened? A day later, the NHL did. A day later, the MLB did. A day later, all the organizations did. So when this is all over, when this is all over, the NBA will be the front runner where everybody's going to say, you know, Adam Silver was the smartest guy. He was the one that made sure that he closed the sport before it got worse. And the fact is, are they going to be, are they going to be the first or not for nothing? Golf seems to be the leader in the clubhouse to be the first one back. And you want to know something? I think that would probably, out of all the sports, that makes the most sense. You know why? Because golfers could be six feet away from each other. They're playing one on one, really. Uh, you, you, you're you're matched out. You're matched up with two people or one person, unless you're going to a championship game and you're, you might be matched out with three. Yeah, you're you're either a pair or if you're, you're close to one another, you you might be three guys. If you, if you're going to um, an overtime, yeah, whatever they call it. Yes. So it, it makes it makes more sense for golf to come back. It does. Out of all the sports, golf should and tennis too. Tennis is also a well, sport uh, that could come back. They're also talking about. They're also talking about NASCAR, which a lot of times, other than the pit crew, even in the pit crew, as you see, even the pit crew is wearing helmets and such. So it's not that far out of the idea of, you know, protecting themselves away from each other and the no con- non-contact because they're, they're constantly wearing so much stuff that protects them from fire, let alone diseases. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even NASCAR might have a, a bit of a, a, a push with that as well later on. I think after golf probably is a little bit of that, like, sample. I guess to see what happens. I mean, I, I, on a whole Even different, different note, right? On a whole different note, the reason why I called was to ask Anthony because I believe Anthony is the expert here. Other people are just talking heads. Anthony's the expert. Oh, so you're telling He's me just, I know nothing about mixed martial arts? Is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm saying no. I'm calling Anthony an expert. And what, what am I? Chop liver? Very much so. No, oh, kiss my um, ass. <laughs> kiss my ass, Jeff. Would would Justin Gagey even have a puncher's chance against? No, uh, no. Okay. I mean, as we all say, everybody has a puncher's chance. So if the, you want to say a puncher's chance, yeah, everybody has a puncher's chance. But a puncher's chance is not very realistic. You have a better chance. Because uh, I don't know anything about him, but I am a gambler. No, he's and do like to put money on. Fights. Well, that's you know something. Now you're talking my language. You're not doing that. If anything. Here we go, everybody. Uh, Errol, you knew somebody was going to get me into the whole mode of handicapping. If this happens, if you because you you're allowed to have DraftKings and FanDuel down there, right, in sportsbook. Yeah, yeah. You might as well put a parlay down on the five favorites. The five favorites on that main card. You'll at least come out with better money than what it's going to be. Because you're probably looking at a minus 450 if you put money on Ferguson. It's not worth it putting it on Gagey. Gagey's not winning. It's not worth it. Go the parlay route. Go the prop route. You're probably telling me the parlay is the play. The five-way parlay and parlay them all together. All five. Yes. All right. Well, now I know what to do with my stimulus And most probably... And most probably, if the fight doesn't happen, they'll void it out. I'm not even going to waste my time back. betting. 
because I, I don't bet on sports. And if, if even if I did bet on sports, I wouldn't bet on this card. That's for sure. Gage, you don't, you don't, Ferguson. you don't bet. You don't drink. Cool story, nerd. Go eat a salad. And go to bed early. How about I put my foot <laughs> in your <laughs> ass? How about I put my foot in your ass? How about we have? How about we have our own tournament? Me against you. How's that sound? How about that? Trust me, I wouldn't fight you because the disease I would probably catch wouldn't be COVID. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My disease is my knee in your chest, man. That's what it, that's what it is. That's my disease. Jeff, we got to go to break, man. I'm excited because it's this, you know, listen, this card goes off. I get to gamble and be a degenerate and drink whiskey and stream. Well, we already know you're a degenerate. So, And if it doesn't happen, how great is it that the first sporting event back is going to be the greatest quarterback on the planet mm. with the greatest left-handed golfer of all time? taking on Tiger Woods and Rocky from the Mask movie. <laughs> Eric Stoltz? Doesn't Peyton Manning look like Rocky from the 1985 oh movie? Oh, my God. Oh, oh, that's just wrong. Jeff, that's, that's, all, that's all I could say. It's Jeff. That's wrong. Jeff, thank you for calling, man. Tell me that's not Peyton Manning in that movie. <laughs> thank so you, wrong. Jeff. Thank you. Anthony, you're the expert. Goodbye, Jeff. Thank you for calling, Jeff. <laughs> well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. The great Jeff. Our correspondent from Florida. Yes, who <laughs> just likes to hear himself talk. That's what he likes to do. And uh, unfortunately, um, he's still busting my balls, you know? And what, it, it, it just doesn't end. On another note, Chris Brown, one of our one of our um, viewers, mm-hmm. and I did see this. Mm-hmm. I did see this, and he does bring in. Thank you for reminding me when I when I first saw this. It was making my eyes spin around because I couldn't believe this is going to be a new movement now. Chris Brown, he, he's correct with these rumors. Amanda Nunez is actually looking into getting work with the WWE. Really? Yep. And you want to know something? Will they gobble her up? Well, what happened with Ronda? Ronda Ronda left because of the whole really the whole think, situation with the from fans. a personality standpoint. I actually think Amanda Nunez would probably do a lot better. I, I do too because first of all, she doesn't say much. But Ronda she likes, likes to being talk. a bad guy. Amanda likes being a bad guy. I, I think Amanda's a, a fantastic fighter. She's a fantastic fighter, yeah, but she, she likes being the bad guy. She does. Anyways, why don't we go to a quick break? When we come back, we'll get more into UFC two forty nine and two fifty. We'll get into some. Clips of what Dana White said over the week. Uh, I I want to I want to <laughs> cut it up. I want to cut it. If I had uh, if I actually had a cutting uh, program right now, I'd cut it while we're at break, just for everybody to hear the ridiculousness of Dana White and the crap that comes out of his mouth. It's garbage. That's all I'm going to say. When we come back, we'll get into Dana White and his garbage and UFC 249 here on Caged in MMA. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. It's time! Introducing first, fighting out of the blue corner. Right now, right now, hold on, right now, boom, I faked him. Oh, whoa, that was, whoa, I'm back! But... Martha Babo, how you say that, I'm going to go home tonight. I'm going to drink a Coors Light. Fighting out of the red corner. I completely dominated that fifth round. That fifth round won me the fight. From the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. 
show in America. Caged in MMA. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Caged in MMA. I'm your host, Errol Marks, my co-host, Anthony and DeRossi, as you guys know. And I, and I know this my- for some reason. I, I want to say this. Jeff is a great caller. I have nothing against Jeff as a person. And I love the fact that he calls up and he has his smart-ass remarks. And he likes taking shots at me. He doesn't take shots at you because no, he maybe... Has, he, he no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He has. He, has he is a moron. He is an absolute... You know what? I'd rather deal with Dana White than I have to deal with him sometimes. But as a person, me and Jeff actually get along. We actually agree on a lot of things. And the guy is very, very knowledgeable when it comes to sports. There's no question that he do- he is. And I have no problems with Jeff as a person. But as a sports fan and a guy that just likes to get under my skin, boy, oh, boy, he knows how to get me heated. He really does. And, and I just – to me, it's a complete mockery of what, you know, what sports should be. But I love the fact that he calls up and he, he gives his own opinions towards things because it opens up my views to hating him more. So thank you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so there you oh, go. My God. Anyways, anyway. getting back into UFC 249 – Dana White, and I've said this over and over again, Dana White loves... Oh, by the way, you can call us at 631-965-4990, and you can download our app by going to iOS and Android. Uh, on iOS, WWSRN, you can follow our shows, read our stories. Uh, we have great, great writers right now on our network, Brad and um, George, all of them. Uh, Garrett, great, great, talented writers. Jillian, shout out to Jillian and Ricky, our social media people. They, they absolutely put the hard work in. And I think they're amazing. They do a lot of good work for us. So shout out to them and uh, our network as a whole and all the different things that we're going to be doing and moving forward. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But uh, you can follow us also on Android. Go on the App Store, Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It's free, guys. You don't have to go to our website anymore. You don't have to go to Facebook or Twitter. It's right on the app. Everything is there. So it's, it's right at your fingertips. So if you guys don't have it, download the app. Dana White likes to speak, by the way. And I think everybody knows that. So I have something interesting for people to hear. Now, Dana White throughout the week has been on a bunch of ESPN shows, uh, different shows, podcasts, well, Dana White yesterday was on, um, what is this show called? Or what is this well, thing was, called? Brett Akamoto. Brett Akamoto. The, the, the Brett Akamoto show. Whatever you want to call it. This, is, this has to be a show because it's about 15 minutes. So it's a little podcast. So I'm going to play a couple of clips on Akamoto asking Dana White about, uh, he reveals May 13th and May 16th UFC cards. So listen in here at the, uh, uh, I'm sorry, at, with Caged MMA. SPN. We are here with UFC President Dana. 249 kicks it off on May 9th. Tony Ferguson fighting Justin Gaethje for the interim lightweight championship. And uh, and things move on quickly from there. You guys are putting on an event, Dana, just uh, a few days later on May 13th. Same venue. Um, give us some information, man. Let's start with the prelims first. Uh, we'll get to the main card here. In Garbage. Second, but uh, give, me the, uh, give me the prelims for that May 13th event. But we're going Saturday, May 9th. We're going Wednesday, May 13th. And then we're going Saturday, May 16th. So Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday um, on ESPN. And on the Wednesday, the, the 13th, 
We have the, the you know, the main event before we go to the main card is uh, Philippe Lenz versus Andre Orlovsky. The main event on that card will be Anthony Smith versus Glover Teixeira. And the co-main event for that card is Ben Rothwell versus Ovin St. Preux. OSP is coming back. Two um, guys that haven't fought in four years, Saturday, guys. May Great. 16th, so it goes Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. The Saturday, May 16th card. Um, Anthony Hernandez versus Kevin Holland Ooh. is the fight right before we go into the main card. And then the main event on that card mm. is Walt Harris versus Alistar Overeem. The co-main over him. Oh, that's that's a great heavyweight fight. Let me tell you. Wow. Mm, Wow. Okay, so obviously some big fights. Oh yeah, big fights. Great, Akimoto. Do you even know what you're talking about? Prelims of the May 13th card, and you're just you're just you're just delivering everything. I don't listen to what you tell me to do. I do what I want. Kiss his ass, Akimoto. (laughs) Kiss his ass. You're giving us everything. You're gonna things in June, by the way. What's happening in June and July while we're at it? Listen, I, you, people haven't had sports. His mother's on the card gonna beat in people June. Over the head with this uh, Saturday, May 9th. And then we go Wednesday, May 13th. Then we go Saturday, May 16th. Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. That I'm is beating people over the head with how this is going to work. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm done. I'm good with that. Right. Okay. I am absolutely good with that. This is the problem. And, and again, this is not an all out slot taking shots at Dana White. This is not going to be the whole show. I promise you guys. But this is what I'm telling you. And I, Jeff called the show and kind of uh, bothered me enough where I just had to go through different clips throughout the week. Because if it, seems, it seems to be that Dana White likes to see his face or likes to hear his voice on a ton of different shows. And unfortunately, it doesn't bode well for him because the cards that he's putting together are cards that half these guys we haven't seen in years. Let's be real. He's recycling names. This is what it is. He's recycling names to draw some kind of interest. Now, he there are some quality fighters on this card. We're not taking away from that. Anthony Smith is a quality fighter. Ferguson, obviously a quality fighter. You know, Francis Nagal, Rushank, um, Wal Harris, who um, I believe is coming from a tragedy. He had the, the daughter who was kidnapped and was murdered mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah, sad so story, this, by the way. Which is a very sad story. He's coming I, I, back. Yeah. He's coming back from that. Um, you know, but now you have... Stepdaughter, the, the by the way. Stepdaughter, stepdaughter. Yeah, stepdaughter. Yeah, stepdaughter. Um, but here's the thing. Overeem. Rothwell. Um, Orlovsky. Or mm. All right. Who, who, I mean... How old is he? 45? 46? We're, we're talking Randy about... Randy Couture's age? I mean... Come on. It, it, we're talking really, really grasping at straws. The thing about it, and I'm sure Errol, uh, let me put it in a nice way mm. for Errol. Go ahead. Put let, it in a nice me, way. I'm not speaking for Errol, but way. let's put it in a nice way. Brett Akramoto, all these people, when they start, and I understand they're journalists, and I understand, but. Is that what you call them? Journalists? Easy, easy, you know. But what I'm saying is, when you hear them saying, wow. And these these ridiculous reactions, mm. you almost have to look at their intelligence to say you have none. Because I understand you're talking to Dana White. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Because if anybody thinks that this fight card is really that good, you really don't know the sport. I'm sorry. Mm. And I'm not saying, oh, well, we just want to watch fights. Okay, we're not experts and such. And da, 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 da. That's fine. You're not an expert. That's fine. But you want to see something quality. You don't want to see 
ultimately what this would be the equivalent to is, um, would you say, if this was boxing, mm-hmm. would you say that this is the equivalent to seeing a 50-year-old Pacquiao going against a 20-year-old Mayweather, if that was possible? I wouldn't even. That's how landslide. That's how much of a a mismatch these fights are. And let's be real: mismatches don't help anybody. Mismatches don't help the fighters. Mismatches don't help the sport because people just get hurt. Arlovsky, how many times have we seen Couture come back? Randy Couture. Yeah. Well, Liddell just came back what a year and a half ago to fight Ortiz. Right, and that was Delahoya. Yeah, you know. I'd rather see Delo. I would rather see Delahoya come out from retirement and fight Chuck Liddell. BJ Penn in an MMA re- fight. BJ Penn just retired a few a few weeks ago officially again. <laughs> oh my God, I love BJ. But you know what I'm saying. There's, oh, there's a man. point where you go to the well, oh. one to the well too many times. Mm-hmm. Rothwell, he had a nice career. You know, IFL and everything. You know what I mean. We're talking about some. Didn't Weidman beat him or something like that? And he hasn't fought since then. It was a Weidman that beat him. Rothwell. No. Who beat Rothwell? And he hasn't been. He hasn't what, fought Frank since. Frank Mir? Somebody beat Rothwell, and he hasn't. He hasn't fought. Oh, you, you, uh, Rothwell, the heavyweight. The heavyweight. But yeah. he. You, no, you're absolutely right. He came. It was probably about a year, year and a half ago. He fought, took a fight against another veteran, but a, a stronger veteran, and somebody who wasn't that far down, wasn't as old as him, and just cleaned them out. So the same thing with Orlovsky. Orlovsky has come back or tried to come back because he's a name. Orlovsky has had amazing He's fights. been a name for 20 years. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. He had a trilogy against Tim Sylvia. 20 years. Tim Sylvia. Sport. <laughs> you know, Orlovsky fought Fedor in the Affliction uh, fight. Remember the Affliction fight? Yeah, I remember it. Everybody had the t-shirts. They actually had an MMA fight at one time, an MMA event. It's garbage, man. So, I mean, that's where it comes down to it. I mean, it's it's really sad that you have to put these things together because he's, and like he said, there's prelims and main cards. So in three events in <coughs> one week, you have roughly 50 fights. A mm. hundred fighters mm-hmm. and their camps and their people all in the same venue. I don't know. Risk? Mm. Here's my risk. A lot of hand sanitizer. And here, here's my shot at what the UFC has been trying to do. And, and, and again, I am a UFC fan. I'm a mixed martial arts fan. I know a lot of people are probably saying, oh, you hate mixed martial arts. You're a boxing fan. No, I don't. I love boxing, but I love the mixed martial arts. I love MMA. I, I have a love for it. I, I just, in the last couple of years, and, I, and I'm, besides the Khabib and and really watching Conor McGregor get his butt whipped, and the Nate Diaz-Conor McGregor fight, there really hasn't been anything, and, and the two girls, Joanna and uh, exactly. Zhang, I really haven't seen anything that remotely really sticks out to me that the UFC has spit out there where I could say, you know what, I remember that fight. There's nothing. There has been nothing. And I don't want to hear about John Jones because John Jones won't be fighting for another year. He is going to be suspended for what he, uh, the DWI or DUI, uh, another case. And I don't know when he's going to come back. And the UFC has been pushing and pushing Conor McGregor and John Jones. They've been doing this for a long, long time. It's about time where they can find somebody else that they could push. We mentioned some guys last week or two weeks ago, that we would put in our forefront and, and try to promote these guys to put them as the next superstars in the UFC. It's just not going to happen right now because Dana White wants to drain as much as he can get out of Conor McGregor and John Jones. 
Now, I do want to read this story. Uh, Donald Cerrone wants to become the first UFC fighter to fight three times in one week. UFC welterweight Donald Cerrone says he wants to become the first fighter in UFC history to fight three times in one week. Cerrone takes on Anthony Pettis in a rematch ooh, at UFC 249 next Saturday night at Jacksonville, Florida. Living up, uh, living up to his anywhere, anytime mantra, Cowboy took the fight against Pettis on a short notice. Why am I not surprised when he got practically shoulder knocked out by Conor McGregor? Okay, so, and yes, I don't care what anybody says. Oh, he got caught with the knee. The, the real truth is he went to his knee. He lost the fight because he was getting paid to lose that fight. Anyways. Oh, the fix was in? Yes, the fix was in. Pettis on a short notice uh, in effort to help the UFC save UFC 249. Now, let's be honest. And I, I, and I, I love Donald Cerrone. I think he's a tough guy. He's been a tough guy in the sport for a very long time. After that fight with Conor McGregor, I don't want to see him anymore. I have no interest in watching Donald Cerrone fight anybody anymore because it was embarrassing. He embarrassed himself. He embarrassed his uh, training organization, whoever he's training with, he, he's bad, he, he practically embarrassed his gym, okay? And the fact that he is doing it to uh, um, try to push and, and try to fight the pandemic of coronavirus is, is not, it, it's not, to me, a highly profiled personality to put that, put that on the card because, to me, Donald Cerrone has fought. When was the last time he fought? What was it? Three months ago? Two months ago? When he got knocked when, out? Connor. Yeah, it was two months ago. He's going back into a ring and he wants to fight three guys. He wants to make money. That, that's that's a fact. Here. Well, I think he only has three more fights on it left on his. He wants to make money. So. That's that. That's it. It's it's all about money. It has nothing to do with he wants to be the first person because he'll be the first person to be knocked out by all three guys. In my eyes, well, I, I you want to know something? He'll be Pettis. I think he'll be Pettis. Yes, he'll be. He's Pettis. supposed to fight Anthony Pettis. Which Anthony Pettis, uh, other than beating, another washed up fight, other than beating um, Stephen Thompson mm-hmm. with that, as we would call, as Jeffs would say, a puncher's chance. I mean, he was losing that fight, and then he came out of nowhere and knocked Stephen Thompson completely out. You know, he was stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, Cowboy, you know, he's always he's a big he's a big fan favorite. He's gonna bring in some kind of interest. He will. You know, Anthony Pettis, the only thing that Anthony Pettis is really known for, I'm sorry to say, because he did have a nice little run when he was a lightweight champion in the UFC after he came over from WEC, was that cage kick of Ben Henderson in WEC. Or, or, uh, WEC. That's the thing that Pettis is really known for. Pettis is also, I would say, on his way towards retirement. These guys stick around way too long. And unfortunately, they hurt their legacy. We've we've talked about it. I think it comes up in conversation. Anytime you see a veteran, veterans like this, guys that have been around for so long, so many fights, they all start damaging, as you would say, their legacy. Do they care about their legacy? I'm sure they care about paying their bills more. That's why they do it. But when we see the amount of fights that they're trying to recycle these names in these fights, it's insane. That's why when you said... Instead of building up the talent and building up the prospects. last The last show that we had, after the show, I brought up a name to Errol. The kid's name is Sadiq Youssef. 
He fights out of Lloyd Irving. Remember? Mm-hmm. We sat here and watched, watched his all last his fights. Fight. We watched all his fights. And even his last fight, the mm-hmm. fight, he actually fought in that free fight in Brazil that had nobody there. He went against Andre Philly. Uh, it was a great three-round fight. And it was a dominant three-round fight. This kid, he's in, I mean, forget it. The kid is on his way up. You're going to hear this kid's name. Sadiq Youssef out of Nigeria. Great fighter. Now, we have people on Instagram, and I'm watching uh, who are the top five fighters right now in the UFC. And to me, I don't know who the top five fighters in the UFC is right now because we haven't – first of all, we haven't seen fights in over a month. And if, if you would put you, – if you, you put John Jones as number one, Khabib as number two, I wouldn't even put Conor McGregor in my top five. You would or wouldn't? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. If you're talking about just give your purely, give your top five right now. Give my top five. Top five right now. I, I'm telling you right now. I'm throwing a woman in there. I'm definitely throwing a woman in there. Go ahead. Give it. Give it the top fives. John Jones, obviously. Yes. Okay. Khabib, number two. Khabib is in there. He's yes. number two. Tony Khabib's Ferguson's in, in the top five. I actually Stipe is in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stipe is definitely in there. The heavyweight champion. Yep. Valentina's in there. And probably rounding it all out, I would go. I'd go Ferguson. At five. I would actually go Usman. You go to Usman? I would go to Usman. I go Ferguson. Ferguson's won eight fights in a row, and I and I do believe he will be Khabib if he ever fights Khabib, if it ever happens. But Ferguson has always been a, a, a guy that people have doubted over the last couple of years. But and, and if you see, if you know the story behind Ferguson, Tony Ferguson is a nut job. We all know he's crazy. <laughs> the guy is nuts, okay? We, we all know what he did with his wife and his kid. I mean, it's a la- he's, he's really the laughing stock of MMA because if you hear the story, he believes that there are aliens here in, you know, in the world. And he believed that uh, supposedly the story came out that he saw something and it scared him. <laughs> and he stopped in the middle of a highway in his car and left his daughter and son, is it his daughter and son? I mean, his, his wife and his son in the car, and he jumped over the, what's that thing the called? Medium. The, medium, the medium. The medium and started running, screaming that there are aliens that are going to attack us. He did a Ricky Bobby, uh, just except for fire. He wasn't on fire. He saw aliens. Mm. That's what it was. He was running <laughs> He was running around. He was running around all over the place in L.A., over a medium, screaming that we're going to all die. Okay, so and and the story and as funny as the story is, I mean Tony Ferguson's a great fighter. There's there's nothing. You, I mean, <laughs> you know what? Let's, I, I like aside, I like Tony Ferguson. All, all, like all kidding aside, you know, I, I mean, like him. I'm sure that was that was a pretty bad look. You're doing that in front of your kids. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm sure your wife has probably seen you do it She's before. probably laughing. If She's I was her, I'd like, be laughing hell, too. Really? Yeah. We're going to do this again? The kids <laughs> probably, on the other hand, you know what I mean? They got, you know, hopefully they were sleeping in the back of the car. So it wasn't like when daddy was having an episode. <laughs> you know, I mean, th- where are we talking about? I, yeah. This is what's really funny. Mm. I had a little nostalgia moment right now. For a lot of people that don't know, we have a birthday boy here. Yes, okay. it's my birthday, yes. So, happy birthday. It was Wednesday. Not yeah. not so far. 38 oh, years old, and I'm an old man. Right around right around his birthday last year, mm. I was a guest on the show. Yes, you were with Mike Washington. And we were talking about Khabib mm-hmm. and Ferguson back mm-hmm. then. Yes, we were. And instead, what was happening? Ferguson and Cerrone. Because mm-hmm. Khabib was, uh, I believe he was still dealing with a suspension. 
suspension. Right? Yep. With the Conor with thing. the Conor McGregor nine months suspension. So now things are coming back full circle, mm-hmm. and what are we still talking about? This is actually kind of nice. it's like an anniversary yeah. thing. But we've been talking about Khabib. I've been talking about Khabib and Ferguson for like four years. I mean, we've it's been not waiting. Happen. Wait, it's never going to happen. I'll get happen. your Red Ryder BB gun. This ain't happening. It's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm telling you, and it's Khabib. It's not Ferguson. Tony wants to fight Khabib. Listen. It's Khabib that doesn't want to fight Ferguson. Everybody knows this. It's just, it's a mismatch. And I know Khabib knows that because Tony Ferguson is just as good a wrestler as Khabib is. Everybody says Khabib is the best wrestler in the UFC. I beg to differ on that. First of all, Daniel Cormier was the best wrestler in the UFC. And if Daniel Cormier is still in the UFC, if he ever fights again, he is the best wrestler in the UFC. That's why they train out of the same gym, Khabib and him. But to me, the best wrestler in my eyes in the UFC that nobody talks about is Tony Ferguson. And Tony Ferguson, he doesn't have trainers. He really doesn't. Tony Ferguson is his own trainer. He trains out his own gym. He trains his own fighters. He trains himself. He has obviously a corner. He has guys in his corner because you have to have somebody in your I corner. He's still with Matt Morgan and yes. those like. But he, you know. but do you think that Tony Ferguson is going to take advice? Do you think Tony Ferguson is going to take a, take advice from anybody in his corner? Tony Ferguson believes in aliens. Okay, the guy he's running over mediums, screaming that their aliens are going to kill us. So do you think he's going to listen to somebody in an octagon when he wants to kill somebody? I mean, seriously. Does he have an alien in his corner? Maybe? Oh, maybe he does. But. <laughs> I, I can't. Well, do you hear what we have to talk about? I'm just do being serious. We have to talk, about? That we have to talk about something. No, it's obviously we have to talk about something. But what's really scary is that actually happened. That's <laughs> what's really happened. Anyway, long <laughs> forget about it. Ferguson, Khabib, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I'll it's never going to happen. Better. Ferguson beats Gagey. Technically, or. And, and Dana White was saying it. I think he's backed off a little bit because I think he sees where this is going. Ferguson wins. By TKO. Beats, beats Gagey in the first round. Mm, I, I think second round. He'll beat him. I'm thinking, I'm thinking first. I'm thinking first. I think it's going to get to a ground and pound situation. Because um, if he gets you down, and he knows how to be heavy as hell, and he, especially if he posts you against that. And defense, his stamina is unbelievable. When you watch Tony Ferguson fight... This guy never gets tired. Don't get me wrong. Gagey, Gagey is a good, good, is good, a good wrestler. Fighter. I'm not He's a good wrestler. It, but this is a bad matchup. Mm-hmm. This is a bad matchup. If anybody he, matched thought, up, he matched up better against Connor. He did. Mm-hmm. If anybody thought that the Romero and Stylebender matchup was bad, wait until you see this one. This matchup's going to be bad. But as I was saying, you are going to see Khabib McGregor 3 before you see Ferguson Khabib fight. I think you're going to see Nate and Connor. Before you see Khabib if, and Ferguson if, fight. He, if, if Dana White wants to stretch out his dollar, he would do that fight before he would do a rematch with Connor and Khabib. You might as well put the trilogy out there. Everybody wants to see the trilogy. Everybody wants to see the trilogy before they want to see a rematch. Happy birthday, Chris. Happy birthday next month. Happy birthday, man. Uh, he's 44. I'm 38, man. I'm getting old, man. I, I don't look old, but I tell you, my body hurts. Chris man. is going to be another guy just like I am that when you're complaining about 38, and we got a four in front of our number, on, in front of our age. My body hurts, We don't man. feel bad for you. Do you know what arthritis is like? I know what a uh, herniated disc feels like. Do you I, mean, I have it right now. Do you know what it's like when you need like 15 minutes to get up out of bed? Yes, I do. Actually, morning? yes, I do. No, not because you don't want to go to work. I'm saying no, because you're No, I go to pain. work all the time, buddy. I'm I go to saying, work man. all the time. I, that's all I do. I mean, you, 
I hate it. I hate it when I, I when I'm at work and I'm in my car or I'm going to facility to facility. I will tell you guys this. I'm watching old fights. I'm I'm trying to keep up what's going on in sports. I'm I'm doing business for the network, and and I get phone calls from this guy right here, and we talk about. Uh, all different things going on oh, in MMA. Me, yeah, I'm talking about you. Oh, please. I, you know I, I keep your I, day I, festive. I t- yeah, you do. You do. But you also – we're also sitting there. We're talk- we go from MMA to NFL to other things we're talking about. Then we're going up Instead to – Instead listening to the schmucks on the radio. Well, that's true. I mean, there are a lot of schmucks on the radio. Thank I, you. Yes. So you're absolutely right. See, I think I'm a blessing. Yeah, You are a blessing. I'm a blessing. Yes, you're a blessing right in disguise. That's for sure. Hey, God works in mysterious ways, my friend. <laughs> Anyways, but I, you're never going to see Khabib and Ferguson. No. That's not going to happen. There's going to be another excuse, mm-hmm. another something, whatever. Unfortunately, I know everybody I can't go, wait for you know, that. Pa- somebody passed away in the family. I got to go back. But the thing that is upsetting me with it, and it, there's a lot of this, it's the idea of the interim title. Mm. The interim title, first off, when you throw that word interim, you might as well have an asterisk next to anything. Just put when, champion. When you put asterisk next to anything, it waters it down. That's why the word interim sucks. Khabib has to – They've always we, we always talked about this. I think it, it's in boxing. There's yeah. the rules in boxing yes. when it comes to WBA, WBC, the big three. Mm-hmm. You have to defend your title within a certain period or, or it gets vacated. Vacated, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That does not apply in the UFC, unfortunately. And That's because should. Dana White runs everything. That's but why. it should. Because right now, if you want to look at it, this fight should be for the title, not the interim title. It shouldn't, there shouldn't be interim titles. What the hell is that? You're just basically, it's, not, it's a cute way of saying number one contender. Mm-hmm. You know? Plus, and here's the other thing on this fight card. It's pissing me off already. Henry Cerruto. You brought in Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz is not even in the top 10 in the UFC's division. But who gets the shaft? And people say this is biased because we're from New York and we're in Long Island right now. Whatever. Ooh. Now. <laughs> no. Aljamay Sterling. <laughs> yep. Aljamay Sterling. Real estate, baby. Aljamay Sterling, number two, right there. And he hasn't fought Henry Cerruto yet. He hasn't fought in like a year. <laughs> and you want to know something? But you want Listen. Right there, uh, that shot should be gone. Oh he should be getting a, he should we, be get a we, shot. Peter Yan should be getting Why a fight. is Cerrone fighting on every single card that we see and we don't see some of the top I fighters? I feel like they're trying to push the his, they're pushing they're trying to push the last three fights out of his contract to get him the hell out of here. Is that what you think he's doing? Do you, I think do you that's think what that's what they're trying what, to do? Is that, is that what Dana White is trying to do? Because trying to, to me, get the it's, most money they it's an can embarrassment. off of that fanfare. It's a complete embarrassment. It really is. He's got three fights left. Push him through. Push him out. Let him retire. Because he's not going to get another five-fight deal, three-fight deal. It's not going to happen. Did you read this article? Johnny Hendricks? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Here, Johnny Hendricks. If you guys remember him, he was the guy that a lot of people thought – uh, He's a guy that can't make almost weight. almost beat GSP. By the way, uh, that was a very close fight as, as a heavyweight. Yes. as a heavyweight, yes, I can't make weight ever. Johnny Hendricks explains how the USA DA played a role in his retirement of MMA. Johnny Hendricks never failed the USA DA test or took any performance enhancing drugs in his career, but he does say the USA DA played a big factor in why he retired in 2018. Hendricks claimed the UFC gold back at UFC 171 where he defeated Robbie Lawler to win the vacant belt. We were just talking about vacancies. 
Um, he would then lose the title to Lawler in the next fight, uh, and the USDA, USADA would be soon introduced afterward. After the USADA was brought in, Hendricks ended his career just two and five while he missed weight three times. Part of the reason why he struggled was his diet. As he said, he was <laughs> drinking too much beer and eating fast food instead of getting the right nutrition nutri- nutrients in his body. So, so <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So the USDA mm-hmm. puts a gun to his head, ties him to a chair, sticks him in front of his fridge, mm-hmm. force feeds him, mm-hmm. feeds him through a bottle, mm-hmm. beer. And that's why he's missing weight. Well, that's what he's saying. <laughs> okay. That's what he's saying. I, I don't if know. If anybody wants to know the effects of long-term hits to the head, there you go. Well, I don't know about long-term hits to his head. I think he's trying to find a reason or an excuse on why he, he come retired. come up with a good one? Well, that's his excuse. I, unfortunately. Could come up with a good one? Well, usually when you have to, when, usually when people complain about the USDA, mm-hmm. they usually complain about some kind of failed test when it comes to uh, blood tests or piss tests, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Not, I ate too much beer and nachos. Help me with this. There's nothing to help. I, I, I help think me with this. We got a guy like Tony Ferguson that thinks aliens are going to attack the world and Maybe we're all going to die. That's that's him, and then we have then we have fighters like John Jones who can't stay out of trouble, or he likes to drive fast, or he likes to sniff coke, or whatever the heck he likes to do, or all of the or above, party, or all the, the above, or steroids shooting himself in the ass, and then you have guys like Mark Hunt coming out and claims the UFC doesn't give a shit uh, if fighters die, which I agree with him. I agree with him on this article. I, I'll tell you, I'm going through some of these articles because I haven't read them yet, and they came out today. And I know MMA, the MMA world and MMA news is trying to find some kind of story to talk about. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, everything is negative coming out from the UFC. Just think about it. Every single thing so far that I've read is negative. Why? But you, No, but Mark Why? Hunt, Mark Hunt has been on this for a long time, and he's never gotten an answer. He hasn't. Back in UFC 200. But he's right. No, he is right. Back in UFC 200. He went against Brock Lesnar. I remember. Brock Lesnar basically laid and prayed mm-hmm. on him for the three rounds. And with that being said, after the fact, Brock failed a drug test. Mm-hmm. And he, he did win the fight. And but he didn't he get his money. Test. By the way, he didn't get his money either. And here's the thing. Mark, on the record, Mark is still seen as a loser. Nothing's done. Nothing was done. There was no, no contest with that fight. And on top of that, Mark Hunt said, okay, right off the bat, he cheated. He didn't win. He should have had the winning. I should be getting that money. Mm-hmm. I should be getting that money. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No answer. The worst thing about sometimes people say, "What's what's worse than a bad answer? No answer." They just sat there like a bunch of morons, like this, and that's it. Sorry, you know they didn't even give him a tough. Well, that's the way things work. We're investigating. Nothing like that. And Mark Hunt is one of these guys. Take he's, his a record, take he's a lifer. He's a lifer. Take his record away from it. Mm-hmm. Even the fights, whether he's won, lost, every fight that this guy had, he always went. He always had battles. Mm-hmm. And he never – what's one fight that he ever fought that you could say he went against a bad opponent 
or a mismatch opponent. Didn't happen. Krokop, Vanderlei, he's fought everyone. Mm-hmm. Mir, um, he's fought everybody. Well, he doesn't back down from a fight. Not at all. He doesn't back but, down from a fight. And at the he's same time, time, he's competitive. He's always been competitive. And I'm not saying it because he's one of my, one of my favorite fighters that I've always watched. And it's, I'm not saying it because we share the same physique. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh but it's, it's true, though. Is that why you like him? <laughs> hey. You know, I can smell my own from a mile away. Love the guy. You know what I mean? I'm telling you. It would be one of those weird things where it's like, you know what I mean? Okay. You just yes, make, I know what you mean. <laughs> you, just make, you just make him a little Italian. Put a little uh, guinea in him. That's it. Mm. It's over. It's a shame. It's a shame right now because I think the UFC, there is more negative coming out of what you're reading throughout these articles than positive. And I know Dana White is trying to make this a positive thing, but there's nothing positive that we're reading that is coming out. Even the fighters are claiming some unfortunate situations for their ex fights or their, their past fights that didn't, it didn't come to, it didn't come to a head. Dana White wants to make he wants to make uh, things happen for not for not for the organization. He wants to make things happen for himself, and unfortunately, it's not helping. Now, I I'm again Robert Whitaker, and there's a story coming out. I, I, I know I know obviously everybody knows who Robert Whitaker is. He was the um, middleweight middleweight champion before he tore his ACL, and then he had to vacate his title because he was out for almost a year. A year. So and. Now there are stories coming out. I'm reading something with Kobe, Co- uh, Kobe Covington. I don't want to read that. There are stories. <laughs> I don't want to read anything about no. that. Uh, Robert Whitaker hopes his bout with Darren Till can be at catch weight. Now, why is he trying to drop so much weight to fall the catch weight? Isn't catch weight at like 155? I mean, 160 or something like that? If, is well, it it is all it? depends on which way he's going with the catch weight. I mean, he's, he's, going, he's going down or he's going up. You know, but when it comes down, obviously, it looks like he's losing a lot of weight. My thing is, catch weights. Catch weights are are done usually when, and this is how catch weights first got started. I'm sorry, uh, one ninety five. So he wants to gain ten pounds. He wants to, so he's going to go up ten pounds. One ninety five. That's now, what he's saying right here. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. catch weights were always came, catch weights always came into fights as the backup plan when one of the fighters didn't make weight or something with medicals. They bring somebody in on short notice. They're not quite that weight, but they'll pass their medicals, and it kind of saves the fight card. That's where catch weights historically have always came in. Chloe, by the way, I, before I, I just want to cut if Chloe, if you want to call the show, all you got to do if you want to talk anything with MMA, 631-965-4990. Again, the number is 631-965-4990. We'll put you right through. And you could talk about whatever you want to talk about when it comes to boxing, MMA, or any combat sports. But go ahead. I'm sorry, Anthony. No, it's okay. But it seems like catch weights now, they almost want um, weight classes. And I wouldn't be against this at all, you know, even though I'm more of an MMA guy than a boxing guy. And I don't think that if it works in boxing in regards to the weight classes, I don't see why you couldn't do it in MMA. In some states and amateurs and such, they do do this. Have smaller weight classes where there's smaller gaps. Because... Everybody wants a damn catch weight, so you might as well have a 195, a right. 185, 195, 205. It makes sense. If that if it's going to sell more divisions, give you more championships, give you more fights, mm-hmm. it's something that you could bank on. Why do you have to make it something that it doesn't help your – technically your ranking in your record 
either way if it's a catch weight because it's not a middleweight record and it's not a light heavyweight record. So what the hell's the purpose of this? I don't know. If he's going to go up 10, he might as well just go up to 205. Oh, 205 is too heavy for me? Then go down to 185. Oh, 185 is too much for me? Buddy, I didn't make the rules. Go someplace else and fight. Mm-hmm. What the hell you want to say? They lay it out for you. The catch weight is getting way too ridiculous. If you can't make the weight, don't fight in that class. Go up. I would be. Uh, it makes more sense to be heavier and stronger than to destroy yourself and kill Ask yourself. Connor. Ask Connor about that. Connor has said it over and over again that every time he drops to 155, 150, he, he drains himself. How he, about when you would see the fights? Uh, I'm sorry, the, the, um, the weight cutting YouTube's mm-hmm. sessions that uh, Cyborg used to have. Throwing up, uh, throwing dehydrating up, crying himself. Crying with towels on her. Yeah. I mean, in pain in this. Uh, come on. They stick bikes in saunas. That's what they do. They, they yeah. ride their bikes in the sauna for 45 minutes. They come out. They rehydrate themselves a little. Sip. They don't drink a full bottle of water. They sip a bottle of water. And then they go back in there for, for, for another 45 minutes. And they do... I think three, three. They do it three or four times before they do it as many times. You got to do to get the weight off. Mm. And I've always said, I mean, I'm somebody who had to cut thirty pounds in ten days for a fight. It's crazy. Did it suck? Absolutely, it sucks. But what? It's it's not natural. It's not natural, and you always end up. You're hurting your body. You're killing yourself, and you're killing yourself slowly, and it will have long term effects. Absolutely. You could live without food. For so many days, Mm -hmm. you can't live without water. That tells you something. If the one piece of like uh resource of life you're stripping out of your body like that to that extreme it's it's really really scary and that's why i think the ufc is trying to find ways and i i think i think with with whitaker whitaker is one of the best fighters right now in the ufc when when he is healthy he's a great fighter to watch the guy is a warrior very well spoken yes he doesn't talk he doesn't take shots at anybody when he when he fights them. He just, you know, he goes out there and he puts on a war. And that's what's great about watching. And I, I've said that about Anderson Silver. Anderson Silver for years. Yes, he'll he'll say a little thing here and there. He'll say he's going to win the fight. Absolutely. You don't hear Anderson Silver talk crap about no, somebody. He does, he does that stupid stuff inside the cage. Yes, he does his little spider. His little spider move, things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, but that's uh, Conor McGregor likes to do that stupid, whatever the hell he calls that walk. That's a Vince McMahon walk. Oh, whatever it is. It's a stupid walk. I, I, that just shows you how much WWE wrestling I watch. <laughs> it's not, no, I'm just saying it. <laughs> is it really? I didn't I even know. God, I didn't even know it was Vince McMahon. That's walk. a Vince. <laughs> I didn't even know. You see? I thought he just calls it the Connor walk or something. He probably did, but he stole it the, from Vince McMahon. Well, obviously. But I, I think that when you when you look at the UFC right now, there, there are a lot more negatives than there are positives. And... As a fan of mixed martial arts, and everybody that listens to this show and watches this show strategically and that love what we talk about on this show, we're not, we're not bullshitting you guys. And I'm going to say it. I'm, I shouldn't be cursing on the show, but this is facts. We're not lying to you. We're telling you the truth. And where mixed martial arts is going, and you are a huge MMA fan, it's not in a good, situ- it's not in a good place right now. No. It really isn't. And, and for you guys to fight with me and say, well, boxing's not a good place. Here's the thing. Have you heard anything from boxing in the last couple of months? You haven't. You haven't heard anything from Oscar De La Hoya. You haven't heard anything from any of the top promoters with boxing, the WBA or the w, um, uh, WBO. You haven't heard anything from any of those organizations. Why? Because Be- if they're not going to do it right, they're not going to do it at all. At all. 
And this is, to me, the prime factor of what we're seeing and what we're talking about. That's prize fighting. And we haven't seen, we haven't seen boxing. We haven't seen a boxing fight in almost since the wild, the big fights, the, since the Wilder fight. The Fury you know, and Wilder was yeah, that the last that big one? the last big fight, yeah. So when, when you think about it that way, that was like two and a half months ago. And unfortunately, where, where the UFC is going, when boxing does come back and they decide to come back, they've got so many great fighters right now moving up in the ranks. It's unbelievable. What does the UFC have right now? That's what I'm saying. And instead of trying to push this garbage, this is what Dana should be doing. You, you don't believe in this pandemic? You don't... You don't you 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 think that this is a joke because obviously he thinks that this is you know he he thinks that he's going to put on um, an event even though this pandemic is out there because he's trying to sell a product and he wants to be the first product out there uh, in sports in professional sports and that's great why don't you go around there are still people training right now there are people it's... training why aren't you start a show like with your boyfriend Matt Sarah it's come with on. your boyfriend Matt Sarah. And go out there and find fighters because I'll tell you this right now, the garbage that we're watching in, in the, the next three cards that we're watching, and let's be honest, and you know this, Anthony, and don't beat around the bush because you know it's the truth. These next three cards are horrendous. Oh, I know that. They're horrendous. I know that. There, there's nothing on those cards. There are a couple of good fights. Yeah, you, you can – prime time-wise, you but, can say, okay, I could see that on ESPN. No pay-per-view. I see that on ESPN. If you did a free fight, like I said. If you did a free fight similar to what boxing did, and they have three, four fights instead of three nights of fights, three, four fights on a free, you know, first off, there's less people in the in that area. We're not talking about spectators. Spectators is one thing. There are people backstage. There are Shy people town, in the baby. locker room. There are people all over the place. You know what I mean? There's a lot of social contact problems when you have – Three events, same arena. What did we say? You have 100 fighters. 100 fighters in that damn arena. Not to mention their entourage. Mm. Three Which is corners. Like... <laughs> Four corners. It's like seven, eight guys. <laughs> so when, it, when everybody talks about that, that, what was it? The limit was 50 people in a venue? Yes, 50 people. And that's before it even got worse. That was what it was... Um, when the UFC did have that last fight card. You did hear what, what's going on, that uh, the president says when, when he does allow sports to come back and, and uh, commissioners, that he wants that the, the stadiums can't be more than, I think he said, under 50% full. That's what, you're, that's what I'm So basically hearing. they're spacing everything out. Spacing everything out. So if, if I have a seat, your seats... Probably be double. Of- Probably be double. I mean, just think about it this Why? way. Why? Because I'm that big? Is that what you're no, saying? No, no. It would probably be double the price. Well, That's I'm what I'm saying. I know, I know what you're saying. It's probably going to be double the price to get those probably. tickets. Because they're going to try to they're going to try to implement it from what we see. You know, if, if the tickets are usually $150 to go and watch a UFC and, fight. And that's the sad thing. It's going to cost four or $500 to go and see a fight. And that's the sad thing when it comes to things like the UFC. But there's also, when, since this is an MMA show... There is an amateur side of this where people have been dying to get their fights in and promoters have been dying to get their uh, events going and the gyms have been dying to get their fighters training. And we all we always keep going back to this, but it's a reality. A lot of these gyms are suffering and these are this is their livelihood. 
This is their livelihood. You know, some people don't have these gyms as a side job to something else that they have a nine to five. It, it doesn't work that way. You have fighters that you see on Instagram where they're tying heavy bags to trees, beating the hell out of them, or in their basement. And we all know that's not the same thing as training in a gym. But then what happens when all of this gets cleared up? Are these events going to happen? Probably not. And I'm not saying it because I don't want to see it happen. I'm saying it because the reality of it is you're not going to – yeah, these fight cards were supposed to happen – what was – March we were supposed to have fights. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see those fights. You're not. Maybe you'll see one, half of those fighters on the card fighting someone else if it's possible. But At this point, with what they're trying to put together, I'd rather watch somebody take a crap than watch some of these fights. I'm, I'm, being, I'm, being, ser- I'm being serious. I am not going to pay, and I don't care what Jeff says. But oh, the you're going to pay the fight. People don't have the money. If people haven't been working, who the hell has the money to spend $40 over five, on a ticket? Over 5 million people right now in the United States don't have jobs. Right. Don't so have work. When these fights are able to happen, even on these small venues, small professional venues even, where the average ticket price is, say, between 40 and 50 bucks, mm-hmm. and that's if you go alone. If you go alone. Well, UFC events, they're a lot more expensive. You know Exactly. That. But I'm going at the bare minimum. Yes. So if you don't have money to spend $100 for you and somebody else to go to a smaller event, what the hell is going to happen with this? That's the reality of it. The reality here is Dana White is, is spitting out a washed-up product right now, and Dana White is trying to find any possible way to make a buck. And by the way, Chi-Town, you want to know if there's any UFC fighters from Chicago? Bilal Muhammad, who is a 14-2 and fighter right now in the UFC, uh, very good welterweight Juliana Pena, uh, who is eight and three, um, UFC bantam uh, bantamweight. Uh, Clay Guido, who's old and he's no longer in the UFC. Uh, he's thirty four and eighteen. He's from Chicago, Illinois. And Ricardo Lamas, who is still in the UFC as a featherweight, eighteen and seven. Manny Va- um, Vasquez, who's eleven and three in a bantam flyweight, and Sultan Umar, who's a welterweight. And his record in the UFC is six and two. That, and also you have Felice Herring, mm-hmm. who's out there, little bulldog, Felice Herring, and Stipe. Mm-hmm. Stipe. Stipe, is, is he from Chicago? I think he's, he's from Chicago. Wisconsin. No. Stipe's from Wisconsin, I'm pretty sure. No. You sure? Yeah. Really? You're going to Google, Mario. I am going to Google. I'm you, don't pretty... be, you don't believe me? No, I don't. You doubt me? Yes, I do. Errol, you doubt me? I, for this one, I do. This one, I do. Okay. Stipe. Maybe just outside? He's the same age as me. Mm. Not where he's born. Ohio. That's where he's born. Mm-hmm. Where does he live? I don't know where he lives. I, 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 well, I, you, maybe, you were saying I was wrong. But he was born in Ohio. Okay. So I, I was born in Brooklyn, went back to, went he's to Jersey, and now live in Cleveland, Ohio. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not Wisconsin. No, but he, he's from Close. Cleveland. Yeah, he's from Cleveland. It, actually, he's closer. Isn't he closer from... Wisconsin, if no, I'm not don't mistaken. Don't start this. Don't start. He's not closer to Wisconsin. Don't start. Cleveland is closer to Wisconsin, oh, isn't it? For the it? love of Jesus. Isn't it? Speedy, do me a favor, Speedy, I, please. Listen, okay, I'm run tired. Run some numbers here in I'm terms tired. of distance between I'm tired, Cleveland guys. and Wisconsin. See this, Chi-Town? You see this? Cleveland I'm trying to help you, and I'm and taking shots. This guy's taking shots at me. I'm tired. Don't, but Chi-Town, I'm, I'm actually trying to give Chi-Town the heavyweight champion of the world. Mm. You're trying to take him away and put him in, in <laughs> Dairy Land. <laughs> Cleveland. Cheese LeBron Boy. Land. What the hell? LeBron Land. Come What's on. wrong with LeBron Land? You said Wisconsin. Mm. 
Wisconsin. There's a huge ass difference between Ohio. Anyway, oh for the love of God. Mm. Well, you want to know something? I don't. I don't even have the will to talk about Fight Island right now. Why? Because it's more about Dana White. Well, it's always going to be about Dana White as long as the UFC has anything to do with it. It has everything to do with Dana White. I mean, the same thing that you hate about Dana White, now we're doing it. We're giving Dana White more publicity. Everything that we talk about on this show is Dana White and publicity. We're giving it. I'm, hey, listen, you can stand up for Dana White. I'm not going to stand up for that idiot. That guy's a son of a bitch, okay? That guy is a piece of you-know-what. Forget about Dana White. You know Mike Tyson's trying to come back? Yeah, bare-knuckling. Hey, listen, I'll, I'll pay that. And I'm not a big fan of bare-knuckling. Let's bring back Mike. Mike Tyson, man, the guy's like 85 years old. He moves great. I think Mike is 52, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, he's closer to 85 than 52. I think he's 52, 53, if I'm not mistaken. You know I just wanted to see you Google it again. I am, because I I want to know. 57, I think? I think he's 53. I said 52, so I was closer. I was closer. It doesn't matter. I'll tell you right now. (laughs) My tattoo is scary, man. Listen, Mike Tyson coming back. You want to talk about recycling names? Mm -hmm. I'd actually pay to see that. Why is that? It's Mike Tyson. Yeah, it's Mike Tyson, but Mike Tyson's an old man. But now he's got angry old man strength. I doubt it. He's more of a comedian. He's more of he's more of a comedian than anything. I'd rather laugh at him than watch him bare knuckle and go into a ring or go into an octagon. So people will pay millions of dollars to see Floyd come back and do a rematch against Connor. That's different. And he's like forty four years old. But Mike Tyson, I would, coming first of back, all, first you wouldn't of all, pay for that. First of all, I'm not, I, I will definitely not pay to see Conor McGregor fight Floyd Mayweather again. Uh-uh. No. I didn't pay for it the first it time. It was a con the first time. You're going to yeah, con I, the nobody, time. Nobody's paying for that. And I don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't think that's it. There's a better chance for Khabib fighting Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match than Conor fighting Floyd Mayweather again. I don't think that's happening. I really don't. I think Floyd versus Pacquiao. Because, as you know, Conor McGregor signed Floyd, uh, um, Manny Pacquiao. So yeah. he signed him to his promoting team. <laughs> yeah, so, so which is very very interesting. But Connor, I think that's Connor's uh, plan to become a promoter when he retires because there's a lot of money in it, as you could see with Oscar De La Hoya, as you could see with Floyd Mayweather, and he's and believe it or not, Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor are very good friends. They're very good friends. Well, they just work together to get all that money fighting each other. Mm-hmm. If anybody thought that they were really adversaries through that whole deal, no, you're insane. Yeah, they're they're good friends. You saw how the fight ended. Mm-hmm. Did it, how did it end? Uh, well, the referee stopped well, it. Well, but the fight so should have been over. The uh, referee stopped it. Floyd Con- Mayweather nobody didn't... lost it. Here's the he thing. landed three shots he in got four his, rounds. He got his big win. You know, he didn't knock McGregor down, so mm-hmm. he didn't lose any face as you know an MMA champion or anything like that. So I mean, come on, how much money did they make on that one? A hundred million dollars for Conor Floyd. Floyd made just Floyd made thirty million dollars just to wear his trunks. Somebody paid him thirty million dollars to wear their trunks with the, with all the promotion and whatever advertisement that he had on his trunks. He made thirty million dollars just off that deal. I think Floyd came away, if I'm not mistaken, between two hundred and eighty to three hundred million dollars in that fight with promotion. Uh, ticket sales, pay per view sales, and, and you know all the endorsements well, that he got from it. Those press when they did the uh, the tour, that wasn't free. No, 
you had to pay an admission to get in there. Yep. So how much did, how much do you think they made extra just from that? Well, I I, I do, you do think believe that's included in the money that you were talking about. I no, I think that's included with the money that we were talking about. I, I Floyd Mayweather made I think it was close to three hundred million because they did the Barclays Center, right? Yeah. They yep. didn't do the Garden. They did all the top. They did L.A. They did uh, Staples Center. I think they did. I think they did Madison Square Garden. They did uh, uh, Barclay. I'm sorry, Barclay. They did Wembley. Uh, they do. Did they go to Toronto or Canada or something? They did go to Tan- uh, Toronto. Yes, they did. There was like five, right? Yes, they went to five or six places, if I'm not mistaken. And but, then they went to the Barclays. They didn't go to the Garden. No, they didn't go to the Garden. They but, went to the Barclays. But they made a lot of money. And, and Floyd Mayweather made an extreme amount of money on, on that deal. And, and in all, I think Floyd Mayweather is trying to find more ways to bring in more money before he's done. And he, he's not going to get back into that ring. But I'd like to see him fight Canelo again. Because I think I, right now, I think it could be Canelo Alvarez again at 44 years old. I think Canelo Alvarez is one of the most overrated champions we've seen in the last century. So that's just my opinion. But, again. Chris Brown, Mm -hmm. I want to see McGregor in the WWE. Honestly, I'd kill to see him versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus before Sheamus retires. You want? I think a lot of people are actually surprised that that McGregor didn't make a jump to WWE or make a little stint. I think he will. I think he will. When he is done with MMA, completely done, where he's never going to fight again. I do believe he, you will see Conor McGregor uh, at pay-per-views with the WWE making money because Conor is all about money. And Fury did. Mm-hmm. Fury did when they um, they went. I think it was over to uh, they went to Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and surprisingly enough, Cain Velasquez. So did Gronkowski. Kane, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, that freaking guy! He he won a belt. Let me let me watch what I say. Jeff might call. We don't have enough much time. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski. I mean, like, but the UFC, I, I understand what Connor is trying to do. He, he wants to make a statement in his career as a UFC fighter. So he wants to continue on. And I think he will fight at least three more fights. It, you will not see. You will see Connor and Khabib. Absolutely. Part two. That you yes. will see. That will you, you I will think definitely you'll see, it see that. Before you see Khabib and Ferguson. Well, you're not going to see Khabib and Ferguson. I do believe you will see. I, I think you'll see. And, and Connor already said this. Before he's done, he wants to have a trilogy with Nate Diaz. He already said it. Well, he only needs one more fight to go. Yep. So he, re- he already said that he wants that to happen. So that will happen. Nate Diaz, and you will see Khabib and Connor again. I think you will see probably three, maybe four more fights in the next year and a half, two years with Connor, and Connor will be done. And we understand, and that's the thing. We understand that it's a business, and the business, the point of business is to make money. Mm-hmm. We're not taking that away from anybody. I'm not even taking that away from Dana White. My biggest thing is what you're doing and how you're doing it, and how you're doing it right now is not safe at the moment. Well, Chi-Town is actually saying that he would love to see a Tiger versus Joe Exotic. I don't know who the hell either of those people You've are. You've never seen... A- the Tiger King. I've yet? heard people talking about it. Have I you, seen you've it yet. never seen the Tiger King. Swear to God, no. Oh my God, it's like On the biggest. Life, I've never it's seen the it. biggest documentary in history. In history, it's the biggest watched documentary mm-hmm. in history in the United States. And I just and got done the watching King. the last John Wick movie, so I'm way behind. Oh man, I love the John Wick movies. I just got <laughs> love them. I'm way behind. I can't wait until four comes out. <laughs> I'm way behind oh, in this. Man. I love weird. John Wick. All, uh, that's the guy with the mullet, right? Yeah. Yes, the mullet. The, bo- the blonde the, mullet, the, yes. The guy that's mullet? in jail for 25 years or 22 years so it's a true for story. trying to kill somebody, yes. That's a true story. Oh, it's a true story, yeah. Somebody was telling me it's not a true story. Somebody was telling me that... No, it's a it's, true story. Oh, it is. Oh, absolutely is, yes. They were making it sound like it was like a parody or something. No, it's a true story. And whoever told you that is an idiot, okay? 
Is it somebody that you know that you're really close with? Because if no. it is, I apologize, but you no, are no, an no, idiot. No, 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 no. You are an idiot. If, no, if... no, no. I'm trying to think who the hell told me that. Obviously, it was something about – they were talking about how funny it was. It was hilarious. They say it's really, really funny. If but... you want to see a bunch of rednecks and idiots uh, act like complete morons, and, and, and all of them are absolutely, uh, to me, animal abusers. All of them. They, they all make it seem like they're doing good for the animals. It's all about money to them. It's, it's absolutely all about money. They don't give a crap about those animals, those tigers. It's absolutely horrendous. 200, he had 250 tigers. 250 tigers at his park. Could you so imagine what, that? It's like sanctuary or a zoo. Yeah, 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 it was like, no, I don't know what the hell you call it. Well, it's not his backyard. Well, it's, uh, yes, it is. He owned the land, so it was his backyard. See, now it's out of principle. I almost feel like I, I cannot watch it out of principle. I think you should. I can't. I think you I, and your wife should watch it. Uh, chances are my wife probably already has. I think it's hilarious, and I think you'll, my you'll wife die is laughing. I'm very big with documentaries. Me, on the other hand, I can't do it. Uh, especially, it, remember, it just looks, it, re- come on, remember, man, looks, uh, Nicole Ricci and, um, uh, what's her name again? Um, blah, 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 the other one, I'm trying to remember, oh my God, she's a DJ now, uh, her fa- parent, the Hilton, uh, Paris Hilton, right. they had that TV show where they were working on, uh, um, oh, Nicole Ritchie and that, the, when they were, they went into the farm. Yes, they were working on a farm, right? Yeah. And, and they tried to. You know, it, they tried to make it funny, but it was really stupid. So that's what this show is like. No, this is it's a reality show. this. No, no, this is not a reality show. It, it's real. It, it, it's kind of like stupid, like that. But it, it's funny because they're really the people in this documentary. They're really dumb. They're really dumb rednecks. So, so wait, it, it's a movie. No, it's a documentary. It's it's eight episodes. It's a documentary. So it's over now. It's over, but you can go on Netflix and oh. and watch it. Yeah, yeah. You have Netflix, right? I have my ways. Uh, I'm sure you do. I have my ways of, getting, of watching things. Yeah, so do we all. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, I'm surprised you're not calling right now. Anthony is cheating. Uh, <laughs> that is one thing I don't do. Uh-uh. Flat out. Nope. Oh, by the way, uh, Chris, uh, Christopher Brown says uh, Kane Velasquez uh, just got released by the WWE, which, which we heard. He they released they released a ridiculous amount of people to yeah. WWE, well, and so we're it, talking about top talent. Yeah. Um. So it's not a surprise that he went too. I mean, he only had a couple of fights, but I mean, let's be real. What the hell was he doing in MMA? Mm. I, I listen. Cain Velasquez was a great heavyweight champion. He was, uh, he was, was great. He was okay. Uh, him and Del Santos when when they, they had. They had wars together, those two guys. Well, the first one was the first ever fight on Fox yeah. when he got knocked out mm-hmm. by Dos Santos. Well, I and remember that. Back, I remember that. That was a kick, he... right? I think it was a kick, right? I think it was a kick. No, I think it was no. It was a punch. It was a punch because I remember he got. I believe he got him with like a left right behind the ear, and then from there he just jumped right on top of him. And then Kane was saying, "Oh, I had a problem with my knee or something like that." And then if you, if anybody remembers, just Google the post fight pictures of the rematch. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got his belt back. <laughs> mm-hmm. He got his belt back. He real kicked the crap fast. out of DeSantos. I remember oh, that. It was rough. Mm-hmm. Rough to watch. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for our show. It's 8.03, so the show is now over. As you guys know, we are live every other Friday. Uh, remember, you can reach us by going to our website at www.worldwidesportsradio.com. Everybody, if you don't have our app, yes, we have an app. Go to Android. Go to iOS. Whatever you have. If you're on iOS, go to WWSRN. 
Download the app. It's free, guys. It's free. You don't have to pay for anything. Go and download our app. If if you have Android, go to go to your search bar in your Play Store and go to Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Our logo, it's in black. It's beautiful. Download the logo. And if you want to give us a review, it's great. Guys, if you want to keep in contact with us, uh, you want to see read all our stories, you want to do you know listen to the clips of our shows watch our shows live you can go to our social media there so you don't even have to go to our social media all you got to do is download the app and you can you can go to everything you can be linked to every single thing that we do now it is great guys i'm telling you it it took a long time to get built and, and it was very expensive so please if you guys don't have it download the app i really appreciate it we really appreciate it and you'll be able to stay in contact of the things that we do every time we go live it will ping on your phone and you'll be able to go right to the app and and watch us so that it's a great app guys and we're working more on it we're adding more things to it you're going to win some prizes we're going to have some prizes on it we're going to have some polls uh we'll have some trivia games where you can actually go against some of our talent on the trivia and uh, go into competitions with back-and-forth banter on trivia questions with me, Speedy, Ryan, Anthony, and uh, Matty Caps, any of the guys that are part of our network. So stay tuned for that. Anyways, um, so iOS and Android, you can download our app. Uh, you can call us at 631-965-4990. And I'd like to thank Jeff for calling and really pissing me the F off. I, I just, he wasn't that bad today. He's annoying. He wasn't that bad today. No, but I love him. I love Jeff because I'll give you I'll give you this. Jeff knows what he's talking about. Right. As as much as I can't stand him and he likes to take shots at me, Jeff knows what he's talking Listen, about. I've heard some of the conversations that you and Jeff have had about great conversations. Things. Yeah. yeah. Okay, when you talk about ridiculous things. By the way, you could buy Speedy's vibrator. Yes, Speedy's vibrator we in store. Almost made it through the show. Yes. Anyway, Walmart. But this very, very Jeff, soon. Jeff was not that bad today. Really the Speedy wasn't. sensation. The last five seconds he got you. That was it. <laughs> he wasn't that bad today. All right. Whatever. And I'm not saying it mm-hmm. because it's Jeff. Yes, you are. I'm not saying it. I'm you not love picking, him. I'm not picking sides. You love him. He wasn't that bad. He's annoying. Anyways. He wasn't that bad. Today. No, he's not that bad, but he, he's still annoying. He's been worse. Yes, he could. And yes, he has been. And I don't know who the other guy that he talks about. Who's the other guy he talks about? Who? It seems like there's a guy he doesn't like. What's that guy's name? Oh, uh, The Beef. Yeah, who's that? No, the Beef, uh, I've never, cowboy I've never, fan. I've never spoken he's, well, he's called the show not before. An MMA guy? No, he's not uh, an MMA guy, but he's uh, he's a football fan. Yeah, obviously, obviously, Jeff's a fan of him. Well, Jeff doesn't like anybody, but that's that's just uh, he likes Snug and he likes chance, Mikey C. Since you're a product guy, is there a way that we could get two Rock'em Sock'em robots in here? One with product? Jeff with the with Jeff. What's a product? What do you mean? Well, you like product? You like you like merchandise? Yes, I do. Like like Speedy's merchandise. That's yes. all I'm going with that. Yeah, I like it. I like now, it, yeah. is there a way that we could get two Rock'em Sock'em robots, one with the Beef's face, one with Jeff's face, and that just have great. them battle it out? That would be great. Especially if we get the Jeff hairstyle from that picture. Actually, with when we get a green screen, thing? when we get a green screen, we can actually put it on here and actually have a virtual Rock'em Sock'em with their faces. Jeff, on. I'm working for you right now, Jeff. <laughs> I'm working for you. <laughs> oh. Beef, I don't know, but I'm working for you too right now. Oh. Anything? This just. I'm telling you, this is something that I would be interested to see. Mm, it's like, I'm not. It's like one of those computer fights that you saw in, like, the Rocky movies. Oh, yeah. Jeff versus uh, the Beef. That would be interesting. I mean, they obviously have a mutual respect for each other. No, they don't. They can't stand I each other. stretching, but I'm Well, the saying. Beef already told me if he actually flies down to Florida, he'll kill him. <laughs> Where's the Beef from? Uh, he's from here. He's from Bayshore. So then what, isn't it easier to bring Jeff up here? Mm. I don't think Jeff wants to come up here. He's from Boston, by the way. 
Oh, Sorry. now you don't like Jeff. No, I didn't say that. <sighs> Sorry. Anyways, guys, uh, we will be back in uh, almost a week and a half. Uh, we will have, hopefully, some special guests. We were working on one of them uh, this week, but it's uh, obviously it fell through. Yeah. But we will, uh, we will definitely have some special guests, UFC fighters, very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I'll be working on it, too. So I, I want to get Frankie uh, to call the show and actually talk about uh, you know his UFC career and where he's heading moving forward as a, uh, as a fighter or as a family man. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting Frankie on the show soon, too. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we will be back on Monday. Yes, uh, me, Speedy Petey, and uh, I will, the Morning Boys will be back. Uh, Ryan Hickey will be back on Monday. Uh, there's a lot of big things happening, guys, and I will absolutely let you guys know what's going on as the weeks go by with this COVID-19. Everybody stay safe, take care of each other, and, and look out for each other. I know everybody thinks that this is a joke. This isn't a joke. So uh, I did in the beginning, but I do not think this is a joke. But that's it for our show, uh, KGN MMA, and we'll have a new logo in about a week and a half. Uh, nice logo, and you guys will love it. And uh, we'll get shirts made and some hats made uh, for the fans. Uh, Anthony, you have anything to say before we go? No, just everybody stay. Uh, nothing other than what we've all been saying. Stay safe out there. Um, you know, I, I'm ju- I just hope everybody's doing well, especially some of the guys, the small businesses that we have. You know, some of the guys that have always been supportive of me. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike and Santo out there in Chicago, hardcore Italian. Um, these guys have put a lot of support behind the COVID-19, um, you know, fundraising and such, which putting a lot of money behind selling these shirts to help out with what's going on over in Italy and such. Um, you know, and it, it's, it's, it's rough out there. Like I said, I keep talking about, I keep talking about all of these gyms out there that are suffering. It's real. It's real. And it's sad, you know, and hopefully when this all clears up, you know, they're, we get back on we track. Get back on man. track, and I, you can't say, you know, you can only say so much, you know, in terms of that. We hope you're doing well. By stuff. the way, Anthony has said you know about 16 million I'm times bad on today, the man. show. I'm tired. Man. I'm tired today. I'm sweating over I here. I do know, Anthony. I do. I'm sweating. It's <laughs> bad. I'm tired. I started. I started the you know. So I think when I spoke to you at like 8:30 this morning, you did. But that's okay. We got yeah. a logo. Uh, you guys are going to love it. Stay tuned for that. It will be posted. You guys are going to love it. Anyways, until uh, a week and a half from now and Monday, uh, down to the wire, below the mic, we have a great show. We have a bunch of great shows lined up and great guests next week. Some people from the NFL Network as well. So if you guys like football, we have some people from the NFL Network. Speedy was telling you. And we're going to have some other special guests, so stay tuned for that. Until then, this is Errol Marks and Anthony Andorosi and Caged in MMA saying goodnight. And we'll talk to you then. Good night, everybody. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. It's time! Introducing first, fighting out of the blue corner. Right now, right now, hold on, right now, boom, I faked him. Oh, whoa, that was... Whoa! I'm back! But, Mother Bobo, how you say that name? I'm gonna go home tonight! I'm gonna drink a Coors Light! Fighting! Out of the red corner! I completely dominated that fifth round. That fifth round want me to fight. From the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody! It's time! 
show in America. Caged in America.